Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peacing out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Everybody and welcome in to the one hundred and eleventh episode of the Penny Bloom podcast. Tis I, Colton Robertson, and these are Loki's fucking losers. Oh boy, what a fucking episode we got here! I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? What up? What up, boys? I am so happy to see you here. I'm so happy to see you here. Bro, what are the odds that we would see each other here? That's fucking crazy. I am uh I am also joined by Miles Buttress. What's up, homie? How's it going, man? I you know, we have the we have the you know the variants with Joseph, so I'm just gonna keep it, you know, simple like okay. I do every week. Happy to be here, man. Oh, and I'm happy, happy to, be- to ha- Oh, and you bet I'm happy to have you. I am so happy to have you. We are also joined by KBZ Kyler Barnett. What is up, homie? Nothing much. Straight off work, ready to get into this episode. Straight off work might be an understatement, for we just had a 40-minute Patreon exclusive. Okay, that's which true. Came, which, came, which came first? Uh, <laughs> find out more there. Uh, yeah. We. <laughs> I won't. Uh, I, I won't. It's. It's. You know, I love that we can hold the inside jokes over than like the the normies we can hold it if you're a patron if you're a patron you've earned access to the inside joke you know like yeah Mm. it's it it, right now before we take off and blow the fuck up and just go absolutely insane um yeah this is nice right now this intimacy of having these Mm -hmm. intimate jokes jason what's up baby jason you beautiful motherfucker thank you for being a patron um, a, a guy named Malcolm, thank you, and uh, and Emily, shout out to you. But uh, Loki, we're talking episode three, Lamentis, uh, directed by Kate Haran, written by Michael Waldron. This was a fucking nice, fucking. Ni- this was uh, for my money, favorite episode so far. Uh, beautiful to look at. And just perfectly executed. Miles, let me ask, how'd you feel about the ex- episode? I don't know if I'd go as far as saying my favorite episode so far, because I I don't even know what is my favorite episode. But I, I think so far, like, it's between one and two for my favorite. I get you. But, I mean, it's it's like saying, oh, this isn't my favorite episode, but it's still easily probably top ten episodes we've gotten from Disney in anything so far this year. And it's actually very, very uh, interesting that you pose that, you know, idea, like top 10 favorite episodes of Disney, because I have had that very idea for a Patreon, a Patreon exclusive conversation amongst the four of us. What are the top 10 episodes we have covered? I just think I just think Loki so far is is knocking it out of the park for my money. These first three episodes are 
I mean, they're they're it's it, it is the best Marvel okay. series so far. Okay, well, yeah. but the think about it. This is also probably the biggest character we've had have their also own TV true. show. Probably also true. Like at least okay, um, I won't maybe not even biggest. I'll at least say most like adored. Loki is like. Yeah. He is the just like little I think this also, like do no wrong, just like every like everyone adores yeah. that. <laughs> this also I think had the most anticipation coming in. Well, and I think sure. there's also the wonder because what this is the last show before a Marvel film comes out, right? Yeah, except for the what if. Okay, yeah. but, but that, that's but not that doesn't up, have We do get Black Widow ASAP. Uh yeah. right. but Widow I mean month. I mean, like something that will, because like Black Widow, we can assume probably come out unless the unless the end of it has some implications on something for Phase Four. I'm not going to bank on any Phase Four implications. I I I guess I mean it could do the Captain Marvel thing at the end, but even then, but you're talking like Shang Chi, Eternals, Spider Man, Doctor Strange. But I think this Loki has like this Loki show has very big potential to have. Large, large, large ramifications on WandaVision, which is our, or not WandaVision, but uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. That's arguably the biggest Marvel film, anticipated wise, in so long. Like, so long. I guess Infinity War and Endgame, but like, whatever. Like, the fact that an early phase four four movie is being anticipated just as much as those movies says yeah. like where we're at and like in terms of like we don't know where we're headed like we have no yeah. clue so like we are just it, this show could do some really cool shit by the end of it well and what what i was going to kind of say on that is like it's because of the fact that that you know without with thanos gone we spent the you know every single marvel thing that we've talked about since Endgame in essence saying what is the next big bad and this like WandaVision, it, it kind of felt like, ooh, maybe they're going to introduce a big bad. And then as as it got further and further along, we realized, okay, no, they're not going to introduce a, a, a big bad. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it, I felt it was clear very early on that the closest thing we were going to get to the big bad was a power was the power broker. And we obviously – We got introduced to that idea like episode two. Yeah. And and we knew that they weren't going to be a like a a Marvel like a Thanos level big bad with the TVA. This is a potential Thanos level big bad. That's yeah, one of those Avengers things where you look threat. at it and it's like, one man. Threat. Yeah, Joe's Joe's right down there. An Avengers level threat to say the least. Or yeah. or I think it just could open the possibility of introducing an Avengers level threat at the minimum, well, even if it's not the thing. TVA. Here's my thing is that like I remember during WandaVision, people were under the impression this this is what you need to be watching because it is the groundwork for phase four. And while part of that is true, I think that can be said even more for this show so far. I think maybe for us, it's easy to say that as well, too, just because of Loki's track record. Like, of course, it's going to like, why would I not expect Loki to go like as far and extravagant as possible to like do some devious ass shit like it's not out of his character at all every like almost all of like the how many times has he done like major level fucking bad shit just because like because it's Loki like he's always trying to find his way back into power somehow so like his path doing that through the TVA is like just for me a like huge red flag. It's like holy shit, he sees how fucking powerful they could be, 
he sees what Sylvie is trying to do and now being like, yo, okay, she's got some vision. Now what if I put my Loki shit into it and let's see what comes out? And that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am- Oh, I was just gonna really quick say I think a lot of that comes from the fact that that like with WandaVision, they were fleshing out a character who didn't have a ton of a ton of like dedicated story. Loki, yeah. we've gotten a ton of dedicated story. So it, you know, WandaVision it became and, clear this is a character story. Loki, it's not a it's not a flesh out the character, it is flesh out the universe. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Joe, how'd you feel? Wow. Uh, just a, just a lot of confirmations, a lot of revelations this episode, um, which were really cool. Um, whether some of them were just Easter eggs, nods, or maybe something more, um, is interesting to say. But some were were definitely um some big reveals that the t- like the TVA employees, um, the postman line. Um, I don't and... know that up with you, Miles. I'm fairly certain. No, it. We might have been together on it, but I definitely said we, that there been, was, we must have been together on it because I was certain it was me. Okay, because mm-hmm. I've I've a hundred percent remember saying there's no way lizard people are going to create humans. Oh, okay. I meant last week whenever we were talking about Mobius's affinity for jet skis. Well, yeah, I, and that was when I explicitly we stated about. that this means that they 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 had lives on Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and that's what, and that's I think it was like we were both on the same track. Of you went with that, Certainly. and I went with they said. They created us, and it's like, why would why would I not? If I'm a lizard, I'm going to create other lizard people that are just worse than me. I'm All not right. going to create. But humans. Why humans though? Like why Earth? Because there because like, there are lots of humans, and so, they're stupid. So we are the least advanced species. I gotta yeah. guess that's what I guess I gotta guess that's the statement they're making. Like TVA agents are stormtroopers to them. Yeah, yeah. You know, Basically, like it's yeah. like. They, they or it, it could even be animal. something along the lines of like they're the easiest to like get into their minds and like clear that like they they they're easier especially because like they were taken from the past so it was probably like technological development they're at that perfect stage where we can pull them out they'll know how to use technology and then they also aren't smart enough to be able to you know do anything about it. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. That's and there's lots of them that we can snatch them and no one will know. Why does the TVA's technology have a an era to it? Like, why is it not, you know, kind of like it's? I don't know. Well, the technology, the technology uh, doesn't necessarily have an era to it, but the TVA office itself is yeah. extraordinarily eighties in terms of just like. Uh, the brown, like that is what everything in the eighties looked like was yeah. wooden, wooden, you know, like it was, everything is a brown wall. I also just realized we were talking about like, maybe it means that, you know, humans are the worst. It could also be like, cause like she says, and whether or not it's true that they're all like former variants. Yeah. Maybe it could just be the fact that there are just a fuck ton of human variants. Like maybe humans are what caused the majority of issues in the timeline. Oh my and God. I, also, I also want to pose the idea that the, the, the place is infinite. We have been in a sector that is clearly focusing on Earth. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's the distinct possibility that there are variants of every species covering their own people, you know? Yeah. It's definitely that. It's definitely that. It's definitely not, it oh, is, humans are just fucking stupid. No, it's, 
it's either humans are just so stupid or it is that like each species just like de- like de- deals with their own people like it's, it's almost certainly so it's like it's like any any planet with humans on it is dealt with by humans it's not just our planet like because yeah. asgard's not earth you know like it's, well but i feel like it's probably like a human like asgard asgardians are Humans, yeah, that's but, what I meant. That's that's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, that's it's probably like, what because it is. they're it's humanoid. Like, yeah, they look gotcha. like humans. They're getting dealt so with by humans because there aren't a ton of Asgardians to you know work at the at the TVA. Whereas there are a fuck ton of humans that they could be like, go go do some shit with Asgard. Yeah. So in theory, there is a scroll sect of the TVA fucking with scroll time variants. Probably. Man, that's fun to think about, but uh. What do you guys say we jump into an episodic breakdown uh, for the for for this episode of Loki? I, d- I didn't have time to take notes, unfortunately, uh, and not not so unfortunately. Uh, tacked on to the end of this episode will be an hour long uh, sect of an interview with uh, not an interview, but more thoughts on Loki between me, Joe, and uh, someone named Aurora Carter, a first time guest of the pod. So I was very excited to have her, um, and that'll be uh, included at the end of the episode. Uh, but in the meantime, I have a Collider article, which I have referenced in the past. And believe it or not, this very scene-by-scene breakdown that they have written is by the same person who did the one for Falcon and Winter Soldier that I borrowed, uh, Liz Shannon Miller. So uh, I'll, be go, taking from this, I'll be taking from this for uh, purely what happened in the story. All opinions will be our own, okay? Just want to make that clear. Obviously. Y'all ready? Our our opinions are too weird anyway, so I feel like... Let's just jump into it, why don't we? So, we we open in the memory of... Or not in the memory, as of yet, but uh, as of what we know at this moment. But we are in a bar with Hunter C20. And she's she's sipping on margaritas there with uh, who we come to know as Sylvie. And... uh, we see this is how Sylvie got the information out of her. You know, this is what made uh, C20 lose her mind. And it seems like the it's real, it's real, it's real from, from last week was probably in reference to her previous life, right? Like, that's that's what I'm thinking. Like, it's like, like fuck, it's real. Like, I, I've, I, and maybe this means that variants have dreams or something it reminds me of like when wanda when someone would snap out when vision would like have somebody snap out of wanda's uh i guess trance or whatever you'd want to call it no i'm with you for sure but uh this this whole interaction is where you know she she being sylvia learns where the elevators are to the timekeepers and i'm guessing she gets on this elevator and takes it to the top floor and guess where guess where guess who she's meeting you know what I'm saying? Because Hunter C20 says she gave away where the timekeepers are, and all she asks for are, how do I find the elevators? Which I thought was like, interesting question, Sylvie. Bold choice. I would imagine what she the, knew, like, what if the elevators I need to are find the alive? elevators because that's how to get to them. What was that, Kyler? Like, but like, what if it's one of those things where it's like just all like what we've talked about? Like, what if the timekeepers are nothing? So it's like, okay, cool, you get the elevator, and then what? It's just a blank room, just darkness. Congrats! Like, that'd have been pretty wild. 
I mean, I don't know. Like you said, Colton, you did, she left a lot to be, like, a lot of wiggle room for having someone in her complete and utter control. Like, I feel like I'd go for the 100%, like, I have every piece of information I need. Like, yeah. Like, even if it's just, like, oh, what she got, the elevators, even if it's just, like, one step after that to get to them, what if that is, like, throws a wrench in everything? I mean, I'm just saying this. I'm yeah, just, you never know. You You really never know, but, uh. Nevertheless, by the end of this scene, that Hunter C twenty is given away that uh, you know, the elevators are gold. Good luck. Uh, but also Hunter C twenty kind of does wiggle out for a second. She's like, I know this place, but I don't know you. But then you know, Sylvie reenchants her. Kind of is like, no, you're just tired. And she's like, yeah, I am just tired. And that's that's ultimately the end of that, you know. Sylvie's like, "Fuck yeah, here I go. I'm headed to the TVA." So she just she walks right in. However, she has not been to the TVA before. It appears because she did she did not know she can't use her magic. Uh, she tried to enchant one of these guys, and uh, it didn't go her way. He turns around and tries to prune her, and she's like, "Well, fuck all that. I'm a prune you." Uh, kills this guy and several more. Uh, Sylvie's a badass, like uh very, can, very, very cool character. Well, like, she's just got this combat where it's like she can be the aggressor or play, like, I don't know. I just love how, like, it's quick and stuff. It just the fight scenes with it's her like, look super nice. They're offense super and defense at the same time, somehow. It's like you're she's playing the offensive very, and the defensive role at the same time. A very talented fighter. Like, I mean, mm. handling Minutemen is no easy thing, I'm guessing. They've got to be relatively good at what they do. I mean, they are controlling time. But uh, she dispatches them quite easily and in great numbers. It's like a, uh, it's like the Hound versus Lannister soldiers in Game of Thrones. It's just like you don't stand a chance here. But, uh, you know, she makes it, she ultimately makes it to an elevator, but not until, you know, Loki has found his way through that door. And interestingly enough, she didn't, she happened to not leave this open for Loki. She just happened to leave this door open for way too long. Apparently, she didn't think Loki would follow her. Unless she did. And then it's like, how far ahead is this chick planning? But it's like, I don't. She Dude, seemed, but the door she closed right Loki. after Loki walked through. I don't know. She doesn't seem very neat. Like she actually doesn't believe it or not. Like she does seem to have a, like a lot of moments. It seemed like where it's like the plan just goes way off all of a sudden, and she's just like scrambling. And like I get that's what, what it makes, is, but like she doesn't seem as comfortable in the, that. Like, well, it's what makes her a Loki. You know, yeah. the the fact that she doesn't have exactly a plan. It's an outline of a plan, and if it goes wrong, ooh, that might be bad, but we're not going to worry about that until it goes bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's uh, that's kind of the vibe I get from Sylvie and Loki. Yeah, she just thinks her plans through a little bit more than Loki does. Certainly, I'd, I'd agree. She gets to uh, step two, whereas Loki just goes, oh, step one, we're good. But, yeah, Loki finds his way to... Uh, Finds his way to Sylvia, and he tries to kind of reason with her, but it doesn't go his way. They fight for a minute, uh, but it's ultimately stopped when Judge Renslayer makes an appearance, and she's Sylvie holds Loki hostage and is like, "I'll kill him." And Renslayer's like, 
fucking do it. Uh, yeah, I was thought it was funny. She thought they would give a fuck. Um, oh like, yeah, because like the people, it was really just Mobius that went to bat for Loki. Nobody else really was like dying for him to be alive. Like oh, ab- Mobius kind of called in a favor. So I guess she would have no way of knowing that. But oh yeah, she's under the impression they need they need this Loki to track down Sylvie because that's the capacity in which Loki has said he is needed. You know, like he's like. They, I'm just a consultant to bring you in. That's pretty much like the impression she's under. Uh, so she thinks his importance is much more than it is. But when Renslayer, you know, lunges for them, Loki says, fuck it. I'm hitting send. And he drops them through a time door to Lamentus One. Uh, of course, not, we don't know that yet. They, uh, they have a little bit of a spat here. Uh, Sylvie's ready to say bye bye to Loki. And, uh, but temp pads dead. Sorry. I thought that was hilarious. These, uh, these temp pads can just die. It's like, sorry about that. It, for a, for a, for a, uh, organization that has as many resources as the TVA does, <clears throat> you wouldn't think that would be a thing. Yeah. That's, that's, it's pretty interesting, but, uh, <laughs> the, the shit, the shit's dead. It won't work. And, uh, Loki's like, well, it's not my fucking fault. I'm sorry. Uh, but then a boulder crashes through the room and she's like, where the fuck did you drop us? And they find out it is Lamentus one. And she informs him, this was the worst place you could have taken us. <laughs> Nobody makes it out of here. Literally no one lives. And I was like, ain't that the point of an apocalypse? Mm-hmm. Aren't all of them so that nobody makes it out? Usually. I kind of wonder what, uh, what class of apocalypse this is. Well, the way she talks about it, it doesn't sound like she has a lot of information in terms of classes of apocalypses. She just knows apocalypse bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but they had to go to an apocalypse world so that they couldn't be tracked. I, I, do, I do think that the reason he dropped them to Lamentis is because it was Sylvie's time pad and he did a random place in her temp pad. Yeah. And she just had nothing but apocalypses loaded into it so that she yeah. could jump around. And she probably had been jumping through apocalypses and decided, man, this is probably the worst one I could, you know, spend time in because it's, you know, just random fucking stuff falling from the sky. And there's no, like, you know, there's no benefit to being there outside of it's an apocalypse for her. Yeah. Yeah, and I love I love this scene where they're running to this. They're they're running through, and Loki saves her life, and she's like, "You didn't have to do that." And he's like, "You're so weird." <laughs> I was I was like, I love that shit. Have you ever That's noticed great... that Loki almost has like the same exact relationship with every person he ever meets? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's well, always pretentious that... as fuck. He's always pretentious. He always keeps them at arm's length while kind of trying to endear them to manipulate them. That's always what he does. Well, like, it's funny because, like, Sam and Bucky, like, they are so, like, contentious with each other. But then they are with everyone else, never like that. It's literally just those two together. They but ride, Loki, they ride for the each other when they're... But with Loki, it's the exact opposite. Like, he is yeah. so fucking contentious with everyone he meets. Everyone. Everyone. But, you know, uh, they called for a truce in that tent. They like, they're like, we got to look for a power source to get them the hell out of Dodge and... You know, ultimately, this leads to them running into uh, a woman who has sadly chosen that this is her end. She's like, I'm not going anywhere. 
you know, and I think that kind of gets overshadowed in this episode, but it's like, damn, that's actually really sad. Uh, but in this encounter, Loki tries to, Sylvie tries to use brute force, which doesn't work. And then Loki tries to manipulate her by that was appearing at her. Te- I thought that was too, like, that was fucked up. That was terrible. Hi, hi sweetie. I you look like as beautiful as. <laughs> it's and funny she was what like, she said. She was like, Patrice was a piece of shit. <laughs> also oh, love that Patrice is a man's name in 2077. Yeah, I think it would have been more of like a, this is a piece of shit move had it worked at all. The fact that she was yeah. just like, Patrice is, was a fucking asshole. He would have never what, said anything nice like that. It. That's what immediately yeah. alleviates Loki of blame, is the fact that yeah. Patrice sucked. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, she she directs them towards the Ark, the train. Or she directs them towards the train, which will take them to the Ark. And it's like, um, all right, let's let's get to this fucking train. And uh, Loki comes up with a, with a plan for them. He's like, I'll go undercover. I'll sneak you through. And it works for a second until Sylvie has to enchant somebody. And uh, they they ultimately squeeze their way on board, but they uh they get a little comfy here. They're like, we get a little bit of a break, and I like I like the line where Loki's like, I can't sit backwards on a train because that's just like a very human thing of Loki. Like he'll get sick if he sits backward on a train. That's that's a very real thing that humans go through. So I thought that was hilarious. <clears throat> having having never been on a train before, I was so confused by this line. No, I, I mean, I understood. No, I understood what he meant, but like I've never get, I guess, thought about it. I guess every time I've been on a train, I've never paid attention to if I was really going like forwards or backwards, and I've never really yep. let it bother me. I guess I understood what he was saying. Like I, I have to like be facing forward, but I didn't understand why that was a thing. I thought it was just like I just I'm better than you. I want to face forward, and I want you to face backwards. I also thought it's funny. Uh, I know that two weeks ago on the. Uh, or not two weeks ago, but two Patreon specials ago, me and Joseph briefly touched on Snowpiercer. And then on the last Patreon exclusive, me and Miles briefly touched on Snowpiercer. And funny enough, in this very article, she touches on nothing else but Snowpiercer when in reference to this train. She says that, you know, if uh, if Snowpiercer was too subtle on class commentary here for you, uh, this is pretty on the nose with uh, the the woman outside the train, you know, being like, they're only letting the rich people on. And it's like, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And <laughs> I love that this this woman, this extra acted the shit out of her moments. I'll tell no, you that. She, oh, she, she stole the screen. She, 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 she took screen. advantage. We've been yeah, waiting here for hours. For hours. Bro, she's gonna, <laughs> she gonna win an award or something. Bro, she's gotta win supporting actress of the year at the, at the, Maybe. Uh, the fucking Emmys, you know yeah, what I'm she saying? She's gonna get an Emmy for it. She's gonna get an Emmy. She's gonna get her own movie. She gonna But get- I got a question about when they're on this train. Uh in terms of uh just this initial scene with them sitting down talking to each other. I for one don't want them to be in a relationship. However, this had major first date vibes, did it not? Oh yeah, it did. But I like I I'm kind of with you. I don't really like want it. I don't want it. I just I don't it's know. I just, opposed. The reason it's not right is because she's a different version of Loki. You know, like it's like I'm not opposed. That's a little to too. It. 
It's, it's a like, although, although, it's like, would it not make sense that the only person that Loki could ever be mm-hmm. with would be himself, essentially? That's what I'm saying. On the surface level, and you're who like, would he, Ew, who would he love weird. more than essentially himself? Yeah, exactly. I don't also, disagree. You, you have to admit, they have great fucking chemistry. Yeah. Oh, undeniably. But this is a, uh, and you know, I was going to say something, but we talked about it later when it was just us and Aurora. So I'll, I'll leave it there. But the, uh, the chemistry they have is, is palpable. It's like they, they go really well together. They bounce off each other perfectly. Uh, and the way they're talking to each other. Yo, the, what was your relations like, relationship like with your mother? <laughs> That's a first date question if I've ever heard it. You know what I'm saying? Like in terms of like TV, like it's like TV. It's like, so what was your mother like? Mm. Um, Where are you from? Have you, do you have a bow waiting for you back at home? You know, like it's like, like these are the sort of things that they ask in TV first dates, you know, and it, it, it gave off those vibes for sure. Uh, however, it didn't provide, it did provide us with some pretty important information about the differences between Sylvie and Loki. Uh, like, for example, that Sylvie never knew Frigga. Hmm. And I know she is a variant, therefore her life was automatically different. But like, I'm so confused about the multiverse and how the TVA handles it because at, of this. Like, if it's a stage, stage time, you should have experienced the same shit. Yeah. Like I feel like she, for that to be the case, she had to have been like a become a variant like super early in her life or something like that. Yeah. Okay, then like weird. I think. Okay, then I think for me, then like this makes it super weird. Like, or it would be super weird if they did have the same experiences. Like, there's no way there could be any romance. What if her birth in my opinion, is variant? No, and, and that's the thing is that like I'm afraid that the reason they've given them different backstories is to make them different people so that they can have a relationship. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like that would be my concern. Uh, if can you imagine? Variant... Oh my gosh! Can you imagine the homecoming if this Loki and Sylvie like became a couple and then met up with Thor? Imagine Thor's reaction to finding out that a Loki is essentially dating another Loki. Do you kid oh, the, the whole? Kidding me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what if, brother, she's a variant because she was born in the first place? What if her being born in the first place is the oh. reason she is a variant? Oh my god! Oh my god! Like it was like an accident. Like like Odin. Did like could this be like? Well, that's the thing. The thing that's confusing though is that like. Odin and Frigga are not Loki's parents. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, could it? Okay, then. Okay, then it makes even more sense than if it's like the like because that they're cruel. If it's the what the snow elves or the 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 ice the, giants, the cross ice giant. giant, cross giant, cross, cross giant. No, I said snow elves. Like what the fuck? the dark elves are in Thor Dark World. Okay. Yeah. Um. The yeah, if so, if they're like as cruel as we've seen them to be, like it's not out of the cards to think that like if there was like a baby, like there could be like a baby born not when it wasn't supposed to be, like t- oh, I guess it's the I don't know what I'm trying to say. I guess, but I don't. No, I'm know. I, no, I'm with you though. the The idea that Sylvie is like her very existence is what makes her a variant is extraordinarily fun. Uh. <laughs> 
And we have more speculation about who, uh, who, who uh, Sylvie is in that later, that later sect of the podcast. Uh, but uh, it was also, it was also pretty great that here we got confirmation that Loki is bisexual, which is cool. And therefore Sylvie is also bisexual, at least by not correcting Loki. The transitive property. Yeah. Uh, the transitive property of Loki. Yeah. Checks out. But yeah, I, I liked this little moment. Uh, it was, uh, it was very cute and, uh, I appreciated the, you know, this is one of the big, one of the biggest characters in the MCU. You know, it's pretty cool to have them being a part of the LGBTQ community. I like so, that. Never mind. Never mind. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> he said, never mind. Never mind. Fuck. But, uh, <laughs> when you Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> These two here, they decide. Uh, they decide they're going to get their rest in their separate ways that they know how. Uh, Sylvie by taking a nap, Loki by getting fucked up, and uh, Sylvie wakes to Loki singing, uh, singing drinking songs with the patrons of this uh, of this train. This was high. Uh, when she sings, she sings. Come on. When he sings, he sings. Come on. It felt very Jack Sparrowish to me. It was. It was like, very. And I think that makes. A, I think that adds up like perfectly. Like Loki and Jack oh. Sparrow being synonymous, kind of in a way, like the character type. Oh, makes yeah, total sense. Certainly, but uh, I, I loved this part, especially when Loki downs a drink and just goes another, mm. <laughs> slams it on the ground. I was. I like, that might be my favorite part of the episode. I might uh, have not. I, it was, yeah, it was nice. It's a nice little callback. Maybe a single tear oh, went down my face. Tear, bro. I was like, oh, that was so cute. You <laughs> yeah, know, it, was, it was a little nerdgasm moment, you know. You could say, <laughs> sum it up in a word. I like. I really enjoyed when uh, Sylvie woke up and she saw Loki singing and she, like, waved. Where is like, your Where is your uniform? Oh my yeah, goodness! Like, yeah, and he he's like chill, you know, like it's cool. I'm drunk as fuck, you know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he, he, uh, he sings he sings seemingly to her for a moment in a real soft soft tone, and then he picks it back up when she sings. She sings, come home. When she sings, she sings, come home. Uh, but they are uh, they are quickly after apprehended because Loki's drawing some uh, some attention. And uh, you know, they of course Sylvie's fan, Sylvie's plans always end in fights. So naturally, this ends in a fight. Uh, they they go at it for a moment. Loki gets tossed out a window. Uh, Sylvie's like, well, first Loki drunkenly threw a knife and was this, missed completely. Was this on purpose? This kind of felt on purpose, though. No, that was him being drunk, and he missed that bad. I don't know, man. This felt on purpose. For some reason, I don't know why. I'm not going to lie to you, Joe. I've never just been this blunt with you. I think you're straight up wrong. Uh, <laughs> the way he looks at it and lines it up and he's like, <laughs> he just he's drunk as fuck yeah. and then he throws it and then it lands on the other side of his head. On the other side of her head, and she's like, well, well, nice fucking throw. Yeah, and the way he reacts after throwing it, where he's like, wait a minute. Where my, <laughs> my calculations were off. <laughs> no, but uh, 
I, I think, I think he's just drunk, you know, yeah. he's just drunk and he can't, he's not doing, uh, he's not doing right. And the, the dude comes up on him and he's like, really dude, like fucking stop. I'm drunk as fucking beating your ass. Like, like fuck off. Uh, but ultimately he gets tossed out a window and Sylvie's like the temp pad. And she, she's like, I'm gonna jump right out this window after him. Uh, and she does, they land and Loki's like, oh, 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 as the, as the train runs off. And, um, she, she asks, you know, for the temp pad and he's like, okay, here. And it is smashed to smithereens. Now, yeah. question. Do you feel like this temp pad is actually destroyed or did he use this as a moment to stall? Like, be like, okay, now she won't be bugging me for this temp pad. I can keep it in my back pocket. It'll be okay. Yeah, I wonder, do you, okay, so the out of the cars, I think that it's not even dead then? Because think, think about it. Because if, if it's destroyed, they're not going to keep moving to find a power source because what are they going to do? Charge a destroyed Tempad? No, they're just gonna be like, well, poor fuck now, might as well go get drunk or have sex or whatever people do who are about to die. So, yeah. um, I'm gonna guess that it's probably not even dead and he's probably just pulling a big fucking fat fuck you prank on your ass. And I wanna know I what you're up to. Prank. I wanna know, yeah, he wants to know what she's up to. Yeah. He's trying to get information. Yeah. He's got all the leverage with the fucking Tempad in his back pocket. Yeah, I'm make, I'm, I'm with the idea that this is his last ploy to get as much information out of Sylvie as he possibly can when she has withdrawn herself to death. She mm. has, she has officially accepted, okay, we're not making it off a of lamentous one. We're going to die here. I'm, and he's going to be like, so what was your plan anyway? You know, mm. now you can't do it. What's going to happen? And then he's going to be like, ha ha. And he's going to be like, here's a temp pad. Let's go. You know, like it's, <laughs> it, uh, I expect it'll be something simple like that. Cause obviously, we're not saying bye to Loki and Sylvie at the at the beginning of this next episode. They make it out somehow. It's just a matter how of how fucking how crazy would it be if we did say bye to him at the beginning? That of the would next be episode. fucking hilarious. If like we just watch the planet get destroyed, they don't make it off, and we're just like we pick it up with Mobius and we follow him the rest. No, of the season. calling it now. The end of the season is the end of the season is Mobius. All of a sudden, just you see green just unfold, and it's actually Loki. Joseph. What if that would be pretty crazy? What that would be if, pretty crazy. What if Mobius's plan all along was get getting Loki to do this to Sylvia to reveal what Sylvia's plan would be, and then that Loki and Sylvia are in a simulation right now that the TVA is like they're watching in, and then whenever Loki's like, "Aha! Oh my God, what a plan!" and then the TVA is going to be like, "Aha! Aha thank you, Loki!" Yeah. Like. Um, that's what so we were, we're going. We're going M Night Shemalians. It'd yeah. be cool, but I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think Owen Wilson is that smart, <laughs> dude. That'd be epic, though. But it's Mobius, dude. Tom uh, Hiddleston. Sorry, yeah. I, more correctly, I don't think Mobius is that smart. Tom Hiddleston said these next two episodes is where it goes crazy. Something Stop getting your hopes up. Happens. Stop getting your hopes up so bad. Paul Bettany said the same thing. Okay, he but how the, the fuck are the shit. next two episodes where it goes crazy? The first three episodes have been nothing but curveball after curveball, and the great like n- nothing to be you know you couldn't have predicted any of this. How could it get crazier than where we're at right now? Miles, they're Miles, on a fucking planet do, with Miles. another planet colliding into them. 
Miles, we saw this with WandaVision. We were saying for the last, like, four episodes of WandaVision that they couldn't afford to do any more curveballs and that they had to give us answers, and they never did until the last episode. Like, no, they, Loki's going to take this down to the last ten minutes to give us all the no, answers. No, I don't mean curveballs as in, like, you know, curveballs as in we need answers. I mean curveballs as in, like, there's, like, the path that we thought they would take, and it's like, oh, you thought we would be after Sylvie for a couple episodes? Nope, she's already attacked the entire TVA and, and brought it to its fucking knees. In episode um, two. <laughs> like, that's, that's fucking crazy. How do you get crazier than that? <laughs> you, you bring up a good point, and if they do it, they do it. Uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be great. Well, that's the thing, is that like, I'm confident they will, because at this yeah. point, there is only one way to make this story satisfying in the end, and it is to get crazier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's, there is no simple way out of this that is fine. You know, it's like, <laughs> It is going to be pretty like, holy shit. Are you yeah. kidding me? Like, it's, it's kind of like, at, no matter what at this point. Oh my fucking God. I'm sorry. My, my, my fucking dog over here is just letting us hear it. She I wants, did not hear a wants, thing. She yeah, wants I've, something to eat. I have not heard your dog bark one time. Yeah. Oh, well, I am. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, these, uh, Whenever uh, the temp pad is broken, Sylvie gets real mad, and she lets out a, a scream and a l- mini explosion yeah, with her powers, this? which was fucking cool. Like, what was that? Like, what was that? I don't know. It reminded me of uh, Mysterio when he's about to fly into the fake fire monster and Far From Home when he, like... Uh, like he like spread his arms out and he like quote unquote imbued himself with a ton of power before he ran through like ran into the chest of that fucking thing and he like spazzed out and was like dish, 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 and then like shoved his fist in the air and he flew through like it, it had the same vibes as though that but on a much smaller scale obviously yeah uh, I don't know this was like I don't know like I guess it's showing what a normal person going through an emotional, you know, in a, something emotional would do if they had superpowers as well. Instead of just, oh, certainly. instead of just letting out a scream, you know, maybe you let out a power surge, you know, like that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. So like maybe 100%. it's just as simple as that. Like it's just, you know. But I do like that in this moment, Loki, Loki feels bad. He's mm. like, he genuinely feels guilty and then he like goes and sits next to her and he's like, did the scream help? <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah." Which <laughs> that, that might lend credence to the whole thing that maybe this is all a trick by him because, like, he feels bad for tricking her to do all this. Whereas, if it was actually like an accident, like he fell on it and it broke, I, I don't think I don't think Loki would feel that bad if it was an accident. But the fact that he's like purposefully lying, he'll, he probably would feel bad and be like, "I mean, yeah, I guess I'm I'm sorry." <laughs> Yeah, maybe, but you know, he 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 doesn't comfort her so much. But he sits yeah. next to her and talks to her for a second. And he comes up with a plan. He's like, "What if we hijack the Ark? You know, it never had us on it. Maybe it can make it off the planet." And she's like, "All right, that's not a bad idea." And they, you know, they walk, and Sylvie ends up explaining how her possession power uh, works. So Loki was no surprises uh, lying last week whenever he looked at her and told her that enchantment is a amateur trick. Mm. You know. He has no idea how to do it. <laughs> uh, unless, unless he does, but I don't see why he would be continuously asking, you know? 
Uh, but you know, she explains that with weaker minds, she can reach out, grab their mind and send them into a fantasy fantasy from their memories. That'll help her get what she wants. Uh, and I like that, uh, along this walk, (laughs) you know, Loki's like, you know, I haven't walked this long in a while. Think you could, uh, enchant me. (laughs) This was funny. Well, and here's, what's also interesting uh, he has been very, very like, you will not enchant me up to this point. Mm. Do you think he was hoping that the suggestion was so dumb and funny and obviously a joke that she would deny it? Or are we like completely wrong about him having bigger plans? Cause like if she enchants him, finds the temp pad, it's not broken. Like it's like, Hmm. His plan falls apart. So it's like, here's, here's my thing is that like, I love the idea that Loki is playing a game. I am also worried that we give him too much credit. Hmm. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's fair to give him credit because he is Loki. Oh, absolutely. See, you that's know. the other thing is that he could, he could be playing a sinister game or. He could be a complete dumbass making it up as he goes. Like, like that is just who Loki is. It's yeah. there is no in you between. Never, really. You don't know which Loki you're getting at any in any situation. <laughs> wow. But uh, they uh, they eventually get to the launch site of the Ark and they see it and the areas and chaos and Loki's like they're gonna let all these fucking people die. And I I thought this was an interesting moment because. Like, this is a genuine moment of compassion from Loki. Like, it was like a a complete disbelief that innocent people were going to die because someone wouldn't let them on a spaceship. You know? And it is it is interesting given that, you know, in Thor Ragnarok, he was, was the one who got the spaceship that evacuated all of Asgard. I was just thinking about that. Yeah, I think... Uh, we kind of talked about whenever he's going, like whenever he reads about Ragnarok, and he sees that, and I think I he, like he there's that part where it looks like he's tearing up, and then he just kind of like, you know, acts like oh it didn't affect me at all. I think this is like it coming back to him, like the the feelings that he felt reading about and like seeing Ragnarok. He's like this is like all these people are gonna die. Like at least Ragnarok, like some of them made it off. No one's making it off here. They're right, just gonna. Yeah, they're willingly letting all these people die, and I think that's like knowing knowing what happens to his people. I think this. I think that's why it gets to him so much. Yeah, it it is. But like he he is a li- he's a little distraught for a moment. But they're like, all right, let's get to the fucking ark, and they make a move for it. Uh, and dude, this tracking shot of them making their way through the streets, it panning up to the up to the planet falling apart coming back down on them, them getting up, running away. Dude, bro, I'm sorry. The effect, it was, like, it, it reminded me of, like, scenes on Titan. The like, effects were like, not good. Like, really? You didn't the uh The good? tracking, it was very obvious that they were just running in, like, blue screen or green screen and just, like, running down a straight line and then running back and then running. Like, it was very obvious. Or like they were in the volume or something like that. Like you, you didn't get that vibe. It kind of took me out of it. Well, for, no. Here's the thing: is that it. like for me, 
it was obvious that that's the case because they didn't build this place. Yeah. Uh, however, I, I, in the moment, I am, I'm more able to, to suspend belief, I guess, because mm. it didn't bother me. I thought this was very fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I loved, I loved this whole sequence and especially this one moment where, you know, Loki prevents a building from falling and puts it back together. Uh, pretty interesting. I'd say it looks an awful lot like the effects we see in, in Doctor Strange when he reverses time and puts buildings back together. Uh, uh, does Loki have the time stone, I guess, is my question. Let, let's ask this question first. Does he have that ability without the time stone? No, I think there's no way. There's no way, so I think it's got to be. We didn't <laughs> think he had the ability to just tell it kinesis stuff to him but he did in thor dark world apparently with his daggers we just didn't think so but we saw it like what if this is just a thing he can do you know see and that's the thing we will either speculate on it and we will be right or they will never address this moment again yep you I know, know. Like it, it, it could what just be it? he's using telekinesis to put a building back together okay the only thing that keeps me going on that I think Loki has a time stone, or a stone at least, maybe all of them, is is that he is so confident in this situation. He's like so, he's dude. like he's like the there's he nothing. Those, the way he looked at those stones and knowing that that's been what he's chased, been chasing pretty much this whole time and never gotten away with one clean. You don't think after he saw those and he broke off from Mobius that that's not one of the big things he would want to do. Dude, it's it, it makes too much sense. Like, let's not let's call a spade a spade. Loki is a fucking downright mischievous, mischievous, fucking like deviant. That dude is gonna do yeah. the bad thing every time if he's presented moral or immoral. Or can I do something that will put me in a position of power or could give me power that I did not previously have? The answer is always yes. He has the stone, bro. It's gotta be. Let's call like has one. I am. Bro, I he has am all of them. I, I, I just no I, way the dude grabbed no, one. No, uh, me being this confident probably just means I'm wrong, flat out and simple. But I just feel like, like with Loki, it's really easy to, for me to make that jump. It's just like it's right in his character. Oh, certainly, I'm with you. I'm with you for sure. My only, my only reservation with it, uh, and we address this later on, is like how. Uh, can can Loki hold an Infinity Stone? Is that possible? Have we seen him do that? Uh, and second, really, the Infinity Stones again? We're coming back. Didn't we? Didn't we just finish this? That's that's just my other beef. It's like we just spent ten years on the Infinity Stones. Let's get something new in here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Don't get me I wrong. Mean... I, I, and I made this clear to Joseph in the Patreon exclusive. I'd be down for it, and I'm sure they'd do it in a way that I would like and that I'd be okay with. I would just like the opportunity to have a different storyline first. Here's what you know I what think makes it different, though, is that considering the like way they're so insignificant in the TVA context, like in this timeline where the apocalypse is about to happen anyway, and like just all of these things add up to where like it's making the time stone really like any of the stones for that matter, really just only useful in that specific like 
small scale. Like, he's not going to be using that thing as, like, oh, I'm going to reign the world, like, at least in this specific moment. Like, oh, having yeah. it here isn't for, like, oh, I want to take over the fucking universe. It's like, oh, I need to get out of fucking Lamentus 1. So, like, having that in his back pocket and snatching it is, like, oh, just in case, like, to me is believable and also puts the stones in a context that are way less powerful and way less overpowered than what we've seen in the past. So it makes it kind of different and makes it kind of an interesting, like, oh, it's almost more just like a crutch, like, holy shit, got to fix this really quick I in this, mean, like, dire situation. I think that makes it instead of, dude, it, like, though, if you have every power, stone. If you have every stone, you don't use every stone for little I, things. He doesn't have every stone, though. I can I could get behind <laughs> him using one stone and him being able to use one stone. There's no way he could use all of the stones. If he Here's grabbed one, he grabbed all. No, because we saw we've seen like what the stones on their own would do to anyone. Yes, but and if they, he like they, fu- they one, he he'd grabbed fu- like he died. If he grabbed one, he grabbed every single one of them. And then the other problem here. So, if that be the case, he at least got to Lamentis and without us seeing, ever seeing an Infinity Stone, he hid them uh, with his with his presumed power. I guess this could have also been back in the other place. Uh, uh, Rockscart, Rocksmart, uh, in Alabama. I guess it could have been mm-hmm. there, but I don't think he's really left other than that since seeing the Infinity Stones. I mean, he was also in 1985 at the Renaissance Fair. Regardless, at some point, he would have had to, without us seeing, walked through a time door, put the Infinity Stones in that little, like hiding them, however he does that, like he did with the Tesseract at the end of Ragnarok and into the beginning of the Infinity War. And then the question becomes, can that little space, wherever he puts them when he hides things like that, hold Infinity Stones? I can believe that. It's magic. It's literally magic. Yeah, it's magic, but it's like, at that point, if he can do that and he never has to hold one, and he's just got all the infinity stones within him or something tony's suit Loki becomes, was Loki able becomes, to dude tony's suit was able to just wield them don't get me wrong i'm cool with the idea that they can be wielded like that yeah i'm not cool with the idea that loki can do whatever the fuck he wants forever now yeah because it, it one killed tony and almost killed thor or and not then thor, almost Hulk. killed thanos Dude, yeah. it did almost kill Thanos. A snap did. Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the point that I'm making is he's not going to grab all of them because, like, he clearly, like, went back and watched everything that happened up to, you know, the Avengers fucking around with shit. And so he knows what, what, the, what the Infinity Stones so would do to someone. He's not going to he grab was all smart of enough. them. Maybe he, he was gra- smart enough to realize yeah. once someone started messing with more than one, they got You're going to get fucked. Yeah. Yeah. But the only time it's ever been more than one, it's been himself or Thanos. (laughs) And it is worth mentioning that the one that he picked up and grabbed at the TVA is the one that the speculation started from, which is the time stone. Uh, It's very specific why he picked that up. If he has one, if he has any, my money's on the time stone. Yeah. Uh, Now, 
what this does do is potentially bring a time stone back into our normal reality, which would give Doctor Strange a purpose again. Multiple time stones, though. Two. No, because Thanos used the stones to destroy the stones. But they had to bring it that's where the whole thing gets fucking confusing. We've yeah, had no, this conversation the, every time. The, t- uh, the time stone for like the current time is destroyed. Yeah. And, wow. But Loki, all of Loki, them are. Yeah, all, yeah, of, all them. of them. Loki could not actually bring time. one back. No, th- no, but they are. They are. They're at they an at- like a subatomic yes, no, level. They are. Yes, no, they, they are. are. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. Yeah. So that could I that see this would be a case where I could get behind them giving the time stone to Loki, in, in as a way to get it back to Doctor Strange, because that I'm is with so Doctor Strange kind is kind of in the entire reality. The I, I mean, one. let's be honest though, Doctor Strange is, is with the with the time stone pretty strong. Without the time stone, he can do some magic. Dude, he's a he's a worse one. He barely uses the time stone. Whenever he whenever he was fighting Thanos, he barely used the time stone. That was all just his magic. What are you talking about? Dude, he's he's everything with well, no, the no, time no, but stone. what no, but I'm saying like right now, like that dude's I'm an saying OG right now without the time stone, bro. He's like he's still really good, but I'm saying without the time stone, he's just a worse Wanda because Wanda's magic is more powerful. Oh, okay, true. A worse Wanda. Yeah, like he's, but that's, he's and that's second what I'm saying, to Wanda. Like Wanda's the high tier. Yeah, he's high, second Wanda's, to Wanda. I'm, but yeah, I'm not saying he's a he's an F tier superhero. I'm saying yeah. he's he's a worse Wanda magic wise. With the time stone, he's really strong. He was standing up to Thanos one v one without using the time stone. Like he didn't get a blood drop like Tony, but like still, he was one v oneing a. All that for partially full gauntlet, like a three out of six full. Is that what he had at the time that they were one v one in? Yeah, I think so. Three, maybe four four out out of six. Because at that reality, he would have had four. Four out of six. He got time and then the mind. And then, yeah. Yeah. So four out of six. Doctor Strange was one v one in him, four out of six. Like, that's kind of insane. But was he one v one in him? Yeah. Well, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Drax, Mantis, Star-Lord. No, there was a moment where it was just Doctor Strange and Thanos. Oh, yeah, and don't get me wrong. Everyone <laughs> got their 1v1 moment, but I'm saying that because it happened consecutively with other people, Thanos is probably a little bit more overwhelmed than just a 1v1. Yeah. Mm. That's true. Okay, that's fair. However, you are right. There is a moment for about 10 to 15 yeah. seconds where they I, do go at it 1v1. I guess the, my yeah. main point is Doctor Strange's power, I'd say 99% of his power that he utilizes is not is without the time stone. And, right. and I would agree that agree with that, but what I was saying was that with the time stone, he then becomes a lot more powerful and a lot of what he does like where he can then be like, "Okay, I can go ahead and look and see what could happen." And try and lead us down that okay. path, which I don't want them to use all the time. But I'm saying, like, he becomes a lot. He becomes a really strong superhero you, with the time stone. What do you really use the time stone for? What is it? What do you use? See, it that's for? the thing is that like Doctor Strange Dormammu. can only use it. He used it for Dormammu, uh, and it's got to be things like that. Like I think he's got such a like strong respect for the time stone that he's yes. not just going to use it whenever he wants. It's when, like a, okay, if you could use it whenever you wanted. You can literally only 
turn back or forward time? Is that literally no, all you can do? I think what are what are no, the abilities of the stone? I think I think that Doctor Strange looking into the fourteen million, however mm-hmm. many, that's a power of the time stone. He yeah, 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 that yeah. was. I think he okay. gained a strong yeah. respect for the time stone from uh from the ancient one because she like whenever she's dying she talks about it. I she says like I use the time stone to look into every single possible future. And every single one of them ended here, and I couldn't figure out why. And I think her doing that made him realize, like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to know when the end is for every single possible timeline. So I don't think he's gonna, you know, just be like, "Ooh, let's see what happens if I, if I, uh, if I eat this, you know, piece of toast instead of doing this." And I don't, I don't think he's gonna do it for super arbitrary things. I think it needs to be a Dormammu, a Thanos, a like a huge threat. Okay. I'm just trying to ask the very simple question of if you wanted to be selfish with a time stone, what can you do with it? What, like what, what can you do with it? Like as far as we know so far, it's turn back time as far and as much as you want. And, uh, or go forward in time or go forward. I guess if you want, I, well, see, that's the thing is that like at that point is the time stone in tune with the sacred timeline or does it just go forward in any random way? I think it, I think it goes forward for like, I don't think it's like a everything can go forward. I think it's like a focus forward. Cause like we only saw him use the forward part on the, the apple. apple. Yeah. Yeah. So it might be like a very focused. But the thing, with with, the, I guess he does use the app. I guess he does rot the apple and the apple is yeah. just sitting there originally. So that is yeah. interesting. Is like, but that's the thing. Is that the breadth of the power of the time stone? Like, could it in theory? do what we're saying and just fast forward everything we don't know i mean it is an infinity stone it can reverse well it only reversed vision right and wanda it did it reverse everything no no because i think it's i think you can like you can either have like it reverse like a big chunk or you can like focus on like i only want these two like these things to be like fucked with timeline wise but whenever thanos reversed wanda was being reversed or, because or was she, it was yeah. it just was only was, vision's body being reversed what was, i think it was Wanda's body being reversed and wanda was just laying there you're really. right yeah so she was so wow because wanda got knocked on her ass by thanos after that so honestly, it's not even really that powerful of a stone. Well, it's just how you use it is how the where the power comes. And it all, yeah, like, exactly. But at, that's as far as we know. There is a mm. chance we don't know the full breadth of the power of the time stone. You know, not just a chance, very likely, <laughs> very likely. Like, and th- that's probable for all of the infinity stones if we're going to yeah. be honest we saw the breadth of their power when all of them are together but we didn't see the breadth of the power Dude, of any yeah. single one what did what did the soul stone ever do uh join the gauntlet <laughs> yeah kill, kill it, gamora and natasha yeah. what did, what did it ever do i couldn't tell you what that single stone does what can, yeah can you tell me a single ability of that stone Suck killing souls out of the living <laughs> but can you tell does is that what it does no i have no idea that's the thing i i couldn't tell you yeah so you like, know what maybe we're not done with the infinity stones dude honestly they have a lot of material left like they the could, skull that stone they could is do. so interesting 
That's such an interesting stone because it's not like the time stone where in the name you can just guess. It can go forward or backwards in time. What the fuck would a soul stone do? As as Colton said, suck the souls from the living. It's it's a good question. But uh I'm gonna I'm gonna move uh, on because we have like literally one last note in this breakdown. It's just that they make it to the ark and the ark explodes. Yeah. So uh <laughs> my question, does the next episode just kick off with Loki going, Well, and then sticking his hand out and reversing the arc? Like, is that just like how the next episode starts? Wouldn't that be pretty kick ass? That would see, I don't know if it'd be kick ass or if I kinda hate it. Oh come oh, yeah. on! I'd either be like, I'd either be Beautiful. like, what the fuck? Oh, no matter what, I'm gonna be like, what oh. the fuck? I like overall, I'd enjoy it, but I, I feel like I'd at least want like a moment where like you th- like, even if they do decide we're gonna have him reverse it and you know them get on the ship and do whatever, I'd want that moment where it looks like where where like you see them or at least Sylvie Sylvie just being like we're fucking dead, and like get that for at least a moment before he's just like <laughs> jokes. Yeah, I, I would like, I would like, or at least a moment where he looks at Sylvie and then like looks back to the arc, like looks down at himself and is like, fuck, like, is this something I need yeah. to do? Because yeah, that, would, that would be, yeah. The impression I get and the reason the line is so important where he goes, they're going to let all these people die is because Loki is not going to let all these people die. Like, I think that's why that line becomes important if he reverses the arc and is like, everybody on you know what, what i'm he, saying what if he doesn't reverse the arc i mean like we've seen the time stone if it is the time stone we've seen the time stone versus the destruction of entire of a city and push a fucking extra dimensional being back into its fucking dimension true what's to prevent him from just being like all right planet backwards and send the planet you know distinct far enough away like if he if he yeah just goes back to when you know, like it, even to the beginning of this episode. Now they know exactly what they need to do. I mean, you the know? timeline is so fucked up already that it's, it's not. not it doesn't what matter they do. what they do. It doesn't matter what they do. Yeah, well, no matter what. And they actually, do, this this would be like let's say it is like the 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 tent the tent pad or whatever it's called is broken and they can't get to it. What if this is how they get another one? Loki fucks need, with the. They didn't Loki even need fucks to go the, to an apocalypse time. No, they didn't need to, but that's he all did that's it on programmed accident. into her. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, like what I was going to say, though, is like, what if this is how they get another one? Like Loki, you know, reverses it and she's like, hey, you fucking idiot. Just reverse the temp one. Pad. Well, reverse the temp pad. That makes a lot more sense than what I was going to say. But what I was going to say is like, what if they just he fucks with the timeline so much that it, you know, they're out fixing the other timelines and they see a massive spike in variance energy somewhere else. And they then send someone out to come try and fix it. They just and they walk out you know the door. they jump his at you know that person's they jump that person and take the temp pad from them. Also very easy. So yeah, it's like we got a, we got a number of things that can go go anyway here. But uh, bottom line is, frankly, I'm clueless, and so are the rest yeah. of us. So uh, I'm very hey, very speak for excited. yourself. Okay. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I have no fucking clue what's going on. I thought WandaVision was bad. Holy shit. Wait. <laughs> what's the TVA doing right now? They're tending to all the branches. Yeah, probably trying to fix things. Are Don't they like... just going to places and just p- placing reset charges or what? I'm guessing we'll find out the next episode. I got to guess that it's beyond that. 
you know, like I'm guessing that by the end of this episode and actually pretty quickly into this episode, the other branches would have redlined. Like it's like that was on a quick process. It was not going to get fixed. Uh, so my guess is that like the TVA is trying their hardest. Maybe they are pruning a very large portion of places. Uh, but they won't be able to get it all. You know, like that's just the bottom line. They won't be able to get it all. Uh, so I'm looking forward to whatever the fuck they've got in store for us. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I just want it now. I wish I could time stone into the next episode. Ooh. Well, hey, we got, we got, in the meantime, we got Bad Batch Bitches number nine coming up. True. True. Which is fucking, which is, Maybe maybe not quite as fun, but boy oh boy is it enjoyable. You know what I'm saying? That's a fucking Friday game. morning cartoons, man. It's lovely. It is lovely. But uh fuck fuck guys, I don't have anything else to say. I'm I'm cashed for this episode and I cannot wait for episode four. This was the Penny Bloom podcast. It was Loki's losers. I was Colton Robertson and I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, buddy. Oh my goodness, thank you so much, Colton. Oh, it was a pleasure, buddy. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Miles, my fucking buttress. I mean, anytime, man. Really, you know, anytime. How about, how, about, how about next week, even? Next week, maybe? A couple days, really. A couple days, yeah. really. A couple days, really. I might even see you guys this weekend if, uh, if plans that we've previously kind of mentioned yeah. come to fruition uh we'll talk we'll talk that more off mic i was also joined well more than joined just loved by kbc <laughs> tyler barnett how are you buddy thank you for joining us oh i mean i'm good i'm still good good you've been standing you've been dancing <laughs> yeah i mean you know i'm just getting that like end of episode just like hype like it's a it's know. a fun time it's a fun hey, time. Hey, but... I mean, okay, I owe it to you guys. Last episode of Loki's, I crashed at the end of the episode. So, like, this episode, I'm getting on my bullshit. You got to come with the energy here. You're... I appreciate it. I appreciate You're... it, buddy. Uh, uh, one, one more time, thank you very much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Penny Bloom Pod, on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Head to patreon.com slash Bloom where you will find an extra 40 minutes of content on the front of this episode, uh, where it's just me and Joe talking Loki and then the rest of us talking, well, not gonna lie to you, logistics of how the podcast is gonna work over the next couple weeks. So it's a fun, it's a fun little, it's a good insider for you. Uh, we, we had, we up, had some conversations. Uh, yeah, we had we had another conversation that is rather <laughs> yeah. deep. Uh, but you'll just have to go there to find out. Uh, trigger warning: shit. Uh, we <laughs> it's a lot of fun. And now on that Patreon, we have like eleven hours of exclusive content that's not available <laughs> anywhere else. It's insane. So like, there there's just eleven hours of content in which like four people have heard. So. <laughs> You know, whether we're wasting our time or not, I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, and but even if we are, who cares? Because it's fun to talk about. It's fun as 
fuck, dude. It's one of my favorite parts of the show every week now. And for the record, I want to make something clear about the Patreon. I, uh, I do not pocket the money. I, uh, I spend 50 to $60 a month keeping the podcast running. And as of right now, I make like a fourth of that on the Patreon. So like every month that money goes back into making the podcast run. So if you could support me at all and do that, that'd be great for, uh, for, for the listeners, uh, and for us to not just keep the show going, but keeping me financially stable. Uh, one last time, it was the Penny Bloom podcast, and stick around for another hour where me and Joe are joined by Aurora Carter. It is a uh, it is a joy. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back for a special edition of Loki's Losers, making her inaugural appearance on the Penny Bloom podcast. I am joined by Aurora Carter. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for having me. I mean, you know, I was a big fan for a while. So, yeah, I feel great being here. I feel like I won like a lottery or something. <laughs> oh, I, I appreciate hearing that. You know, uh, you're you're a look. You're one of Loki's losers now. You're here. You're a part of the squad. Yes, yeah, so I'm a variant. I like that. You are, you are a variant. That's a good way to look at it. But uh, you've been talking to me the last couple of weeks about wanting to be on the show, especially for Loki. And I thought this was a, a good a good week for that to happen. Let me know how how did you feel about this uh, about this episode overall? It was. It made me look at the whole like the whole way of the show like the feel of sylvie as a villain different like it made yeah. me kind of like like her and you know set up her just be an ominous and we was going to think that it was going to be like a later reveal and stuff like that but i really like her character oh, I, love <laughs> I love it here's my thing here's my thing is the way they've been they've been painting her so far she's mm -hmm. she's evil uh, you know, and obviously we're, we're getting her through the TVA's lens. So obviously they're spilling propaganda onto themselves. Of course they're spewing propaganda onto us. So Sylvie, she has a beef with the TVA. We don't know what it is as of yet. Uh, but I, I do, I do appreciate us getting to know a little bit more of her character and the soft, not a softer side of her, but like more human. You know, we're not seeing mm -hmm. the person who's just murdering and hurting people all over the place. We see someone who has has feelings and uh, it uh, has a lover and a postman back back home. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> uh, it was it was a really good one. I liked this one a lot, and it was so pretty. Lamentous One was a very pretty place. I liked uh, I liked being here. It was gorgeous. Yes, I loved the whole setting of it. I also liked how she kind of like was like to like how she treated loki and how her their how they was conversating with each other like mm -hmm. her just being like oh i just touched them and you know i just do this and loki is so fascinated that he was it probably is, yeah it's mad interesting because yeah. like he's he's very curious about how she's able to do this and he and I can't tell because we're dealing with 2012 Loki. Is he genuinely curious and doesn't know how, or is he just trying to like 
ease her guard a little bit, be like, you you have something superior to me. I don't know. See, I can't Yeah, because read. he had to use the staff with the Mind Stone. So it's like, exactly. how do you do that without, you know, me having to go in and mm. mess with their hearts and stuff like that? Exactly. And another interesting thing is that Sylvie in the comic books is a completely, completely separate character. Uh, yes. she is, she's the, encha- she's the enchantress. Mm-hmm. And the way they are handling this character, making her out to be a version of Loki, um, and the way she responds, and the way she responds to the name Loki, it almost gives me the impression it's something of like a dead name. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like that she's officially not, not Loki, you know? Okay, I do kind of say, like, with, you know, people, you know, that's no trans, like the whole dead name. It's like, oh, I'm not that no more. I'm this. And I could get why she's so aggravated when everyone brings up, you're a Loki. Like, when he said it, she's just, no, I'm not. She says, don't call me that. You know, like... So I get she she writes it off as an alias during this episode. I get the impression it's something a little bit more meaningful to her that like it's like she she very clearly doesn't want to be referred to as Loki. And it's not just because she's trying to keep a cover, you know, like it's it's because she does not like being called Loki. Yeah. And. <laughs> OK, are we are we are we going to have to touch it organized or is this like this a free fall? This this one's going to be a free for all because uh, this will go at the end of the episode. So we'll have had a whole like scene by scene thing, and then it'll oh, be your thoughts on top of it all. You know what I'm saying? I have the front the fun way of doing it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, we get to go. We get to go wherever we want. That's all. Okay. So you know. Okay, there's one thing I've really noticed about Loki, 2012 Loki, in this. You ever notice that he's doing magic a lot more? Like, he's actually using magic, like, magical blasts. Like, I was like, this is so Well, there was, there's this whole thing, and I'm sure that since this is going to be placed at the end of the episode, I'm going to phrase it like this. As you heard us talking about, um, it's, it's, I get the impression, like, you saw the way he put that building back up. Mm -hmm. And that was the one for me that was like, that was weird, you know, because like we've seen him use telekinesis, but not on such a huge level. And the way that this struck me was a little time stone esque. Uh, the way the way yeah. it gets put back together, I think he might have. I think he might have snatched one from the TVA and <laughs> put it in his pocket and was like, "Fuck it, I'll use this when I need it." So I don't think he's too concerned about dying here on Lamentus, you know. And Loki, I I think this might be other than Thor Ragnarok, but this Loki might be the like my favorite like theatrical depiction of him. Mm. Like it's me too. He, I really feel like because I thought also with that um elevator scene that he had with Thor Ragnarok, that character development, like that that speech, I kind of feel like he was also getting that also on the the train conversation with Sylvie. Like that, I agree. yes. Like everything that happens, and I, I still don't know how they're going to approach this, this Sylvie and Loki. Uh, in in the comic books, the character Sylvie, the enchant, the enchantress, is head over heels for Loki. Like mm-hmm. she is in love with Loki. Mm-hmm. 
I don't get that impression that it's going to be either this, this encounter they had though, did feel very first date E, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like they sat across from each other and they were like, so what's your mother like? And, uh, you know, uh, uh, any, any, any bows or (laughs) anyone back home for you? you, you know, like, it's like, I get the vibe that they're feeling each other out for more than just, you know, the, uh, the general mischievous way that Loki's are. I'm saying. I feel like also it could, it could go like, I feel like the dynamic that might happen between, um, between them two, kind of like what happened between, um, Steve and Natasha, like with Captain America and the Black Widow. I'd because like I think some people can look at it the first couple ones and be like, oh, um, they definitely are going to get together. I'm like, do you hear shaking? Um, no, it might be me. No, because my ferret is acting up. Oh, but if, no, no, no. if it ever gets like, if you hear it, then you know I would just go. Do you hear it? No, we're chilling. We're chilling. Okay, good. Because I do not want this to be like my first appearance is my noisy ferret. No. <laughs> okay, but like, yeah, the whole Natasha and Steve, like, I feel like they might go like that. I, I, like more that. Play- I, get, I get the impression, you know, and I don't want that. As of right now, I don't want Loki and Sylvie to be a couple. Like I don't, no. want, I don't want them together. I, uh, I would like it more in that Steve Natasha route with the uh, a mutual respect that is built on a bit of a flirty thing. You know, it's it's like that they, they clearly had a little bit of an eye for the other. Like it, it, it felt like that bled through on the screen. But I also don't know if that's because they're trying to manipulate each other. You know what I'm saying? Because they are the gods and the god and goddess of mischief. You know, like that's just who they are. So it's like literally <laughs> you can't you can't take you can't take that at face value exactly because Loki they both could be lying through their teeth because one thing you also got to realize I feel like that Sylvie does like a good job at like separating her whole personality I just say the other variants of Loki act just like 2012 Loki but I feel like she does such a good job at separating herself from Loki 2012 that even me and the audience members, they can look at it and be like, I keep forgetting it's supposed to be a variant of Loki. She and does see, a variant of her. That, that very reason was why I was thinking they might be bridging this into a romance so that it isn't so weird. So that it isn't like Loki's a narcissist or anything like that, you know, so that it's like, yeah. it's, uh, it's basically a whole other person because it is a whole other person, you know? So like, it, it 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 is a very interesting line they're about to toe, and I and I like the subtle differences they made between Sylvie and Loki's character, like how Sylvie never knew Frigga and was never uh and was vaguely familiar with her frost giant background. It seemed like she didn't really know anything about that. It's it's hard to gauge exactly what her what her life was like before she was a variant. You know, she seems like she's been on the run for a very long time. For a very long time and also I really like how I, you can kind of get that feeling that she was like a lone wolf like he was rogue for a while because mm-hmm. let's look at how she took it when the ship blew up at the end and how she just like fuck. she just walked off like, Let like me she's go get been through it she's kind of like fuck this is another like another dumbass like after it also felt like an after all this 
Like mm-hmm. I'm going to die because of this guy. And he would have just walked off. Yeah. I got to think, I got to think, uh, my my impression of it is that Loki probably created the illusion of the temp pad being destroyed. I'm assuming it's fine. Now I think they still need to fall back on a power source somehow. Like that's still that's still a a problem in the making. They need to figure out how to get off. I I I wouldn't be surprised if Agent Agent Mobius came through with like a big last second save for Loki, not Sylvie, but for Loki. I wouldn't be either. And Mobius is, but ever since when Sylvie kind of dropped the ball and said all of the TSA members are variants, I'm like, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to call everyone's attention to last week's episode of the Penny Bloom podcast, in which I said <laughs> all the TVA agents were taken from Earth, and they were just living normal lives before that, huh? But. Yeah. Yeah, well, Joe and his omnipotence, you know. <laughs> oh, of course, naturally. But that that is huge, you know. And the the thing that hinted at that last week was Mobius's affinity for jet skis. The fact that the most random thing from the early '90s spoke to Mobius in such a way. It's like obviously you have a tie to that, you know. So, and I think that's clearly going to get expanded upon. And I do think we'll we'll end up getting Loki explaining to Mobius, like, yo. You were not created by the timekeepers. Like you, you were a person. You need to break free of this shit. And I think we're going to get kind of a, a toppling of this empire sort of, of the TVA because they're clearly just, there's, there's something, there's three episodes left and we still don't know exactly what the fuck is even going on over there. We just know that it's a sham. Yes. Yes. Do you feel like, do, like, because we know how Marvel is. Like, <laughs> it's, do we think? Okay, do you think that they might do an Iron Man three of how they did Mandarin? Like, they would use to look like this the whole time is something else. Yeah, like, it's not really. Yeah, I do. I I I think uh, this is another comics thing, but uh, Judge Renslayer, the one that yeah. Mobius has continuously gone to. In the comic books, her love interest, her lover, is Kang the Conqueror. Mm. And Kang mm. the Conqueror manipulates the shit out of time. Uh, this, quote, analyst she's keeping on the side from last week, I think it's a good chance it could be him. Uh, and I think that if there is something... like on, After last week, I was under the impression that she knows far less than she gives off. This week, I think she might actually be running the thing. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm left with the impression that she is so much more important than they've really given her credit to. You know what I'm saying? Like, to the TVA. I don't she is like the top dog in her plot to become TVA. Like, she's really, (laughs) this is what I said to TSA earlier. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I kind of feel like she is like running the show, and I kind of like how powerful she is and how snarky she. Can. I feel like they kind of what they did for Sylvia was what they wanted to do with Captain Marvel. <laughs> like, for like, she oh, is. I, so, I get you. Yes, like her, like she is so addicting. I can just, I, I could watch a solo movie with her. Like, she oh, is and crazy. here's my thing: is that like I pray 
that we are left after this show with her as an MCU character. And I have to think we will be, you know, like I, I like she, she will be in the arsenal and generally pop up for a while. I, that's at least what I hope because, you know, we get those everywhere in the MCU. It would be a shocker if this wasn't one of them because, uh, she's astounding. Uh, the, uh, she does, your comparison to her and Captain Marvel is pretty spot on, like what you wanted Captain Marvel to be, because yeah. <laughs> the complaints, the complaints about Captain Marvel are typically associated with her cockiness and her, her, um, just lack of being humble in general. You know, she, she knows she's that shit and she knows she's, she's gonna, she's gonna fuck on you if she gets the chance. And frankly, good for her. But, uh, the, I think it's more the mystery shrouding this Loki that makes her a little bit more attractive in the eyes of a viewer. Like, it's kind of like, we still don't completely understand her. Uh, she says that her plot was to just take down the TVA and, but she doesn't expressly state that Loki kind of fills in some gaps, you know, he's like, so you were just going to leave a power vacuum. She doesn't respond to that. She just says like, yeah, like that was the plan. Hey, Joey. <laughs> Joseph George making a uh, late appearance here. Uh we're just going to jump I'm just going to keep going Joe and you pick up wherever uh, wherever you feel like you can you can fit in here. Uh but yeah, the Sylvie's general presence is just chef's kiss. Like it's she's my favorite character to watch in this show so far besides I mean besides our main guy Loki. You know, and maybe even more so because she's brand new. I've never seen a character like this before. Uh, but I do appreciate the similarities she shares with Loki too. Uh, there are multiple moments in this episode where you're kind of like, they clearly share a kinship because they know what the other is thinking in this moment, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? I like, uh, like I love the moment when, Sylvie asks, you know, like, do you have any princesses waiting at home or perhaps a prince? And she, she flashes him like a little, like she wags the eyebrows a little bit. She's like, yeah, yeah. Huh? And I appreciate Loki being like a bit of both. I suspect the same as you. And I was like, Hey, confirmation, <laughs> confirmation. We've got like, and frankly, this is one of the biggest characters in the MCU. This is pretty cool. Uh, probably a long time coming to be honest. Uh, I have I have some criticisms of the MCU's handling of hit of Loki's being gender fluid and his being bisexual, not the bisexual part, but like if Loki is gender fluid, like why have we never once gotten a reference to them as them? It's always he, him. Yeah. I've always thought, and like obviously. He was, he first, they first appeared in 2012. So it's like, that wasn't front of mind then. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. like, it, this Loki gives me the impression that like, they've always known who they are. Like, it's like, but they've also never gone to the effort to like, be like, that's wrong. You know? Like, I'm. I kind of feel like what they're going to do is, is that, yeah, they imply that, yeah, okay, Loki with his bisexuality, what was there. And 
I feel like they just going to leave it like that. Like, I, really, I just really, it's like, okay, we're going to give them confirmation, but. Yeah, like, like they'll be like, yeah, he's bi, but we're not going to see Loki hook up with a dude or fall in love with one. That's literally not going to be a thing. Like, I yeah. feel like this is still too conservative for that. <laughs> I guess it's but, yeah, kind of hard to reveal that about a character having not revealed it for so long. Like, you have to do it in a way where it doesn't just, like, it's you can't really just be outright with it. Because if you're like, well, then it doesn't make sense all this time. So you're kind of, mm-hmm. like, going back and forth. Like, you know, they're maybe they're going for the right thing, but it's kind of just hard to execute. Like, it, it, it is difficult to execute, but I do appreciate the director, Kate Haran's, uh, explanation of it she she herself is also bisexual and ever since she helped she became the helm of this series it's been her intention to be like okay i'm gonna tell y'all like loki loki's bisexual like that's that was top of her list you know what i'm saying like that's what she wanted to do so there is also the fact that loki in norse mythology has always been gender fluid and has always been bisexual generally like it's it's there is no there is no reservation of the loving for loki you know what i'm saying he's hedonistic he's he's here he's here to fuck you know what i'm saying (laughs) he gives me uh and aurora i don't know if you've seen game of thrones but joe i know you have um similar vibes to pedro pascal's character in game of thrones you know Mm. like it's just kind of like you know god created this i think it's sexy God created this. I think it's sexy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like mm-hmm. you don't you don't you don't have any reservations here. And I pre- I appreciate that about a character and any of the characters that they want to they want to make uh, either you know pansexual, bisexual, or anything. It's always a it's always an interesting uh, notch on a character for my in my opinion. I really thought like when he came out as bi, I was thinking by mine and maybe. Um, it really went to um, Ultimate Alliance 1 where all the cutscenes with Loki and he was talking to Dr. Doom. He was so flamboyant that I was just like, okay, like, this was a long time coming. Like, I was just like... Yeah. Well, and here's the thing, is that, like, (laughs) we don't have to, we don't have to expressly see Loki, like, and I don't think they'll, I don't think we'll ever see Loki, like, truly have a love interest, male or female. I don't think think so either. I think we're kind of out at this point on Loki ever having a love interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I do think this opens up a really, a really easy avenue for him to flirt with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like we haven't really seen him be flirtatious with any any guy on screen yet. But now that this has been confirmed, there's a chance you see that some more. And even that is good representation. You know what I'm saying? Like the casualness of hitting on like hitting on someone mm. is like not hitting on someone but being like nudge nudge wink wink like I'm kind of into you you know what I'm saying so if Sylvie stays well I guess I guess Sylvie is the same way I'm just gonna do do you think Sylvie is also bi too I get the impression just judging by Loki saying I suspect the same as you and her not really yeah. I kind of feel that too so like also to see like such uh, a dominant woman figure to also be in the MCU and also can flirt with both. I kind of feel like Sylvie will be more, you know, flirting with like, wow, what's what's her name? What's the... Yes. 
Yeah, I'm on. I was on the same page. That's where I've been thinking since they confirmed that. I'm like Thor, Love and Thunder. We got to get Sylvie and Valkyrie on screen together once at mm-hmm. least. Yes, I, I would love to see that. Yes, and it would. Uh, I mean, it it it'd be perfect. I mean, as of the last time we saw her, saw Valkyrie, she was named King of Asgard by Thor. You know, like, yeah. and if Loki is. Loki is supposed to be the, you know, the the other prince king. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you're ruler, ruling Asgard over here, you know, as as queen and queen. How how is Asgard? You know, like, are they like, are they going to build some buildings or like, what are they doing? You know, what do you think? The, what do you think, think their plan is for that? Yeah, what do you think their plan is? Like, what's their grand plan? Are they going to build a whole new like? Planet eventually, or like, I'm thinking they're they're cool where they're at. Like, I think they're just gonna like they're gonna they're gonna yeah. lay low in this in this little this little village for as long as they can. You know, no and, more uh, Bifrost, no more Odin's armory. You know, no well, I mean, castles. Just chilling. It's, it's, it, can you imagine the uh, the reset that these citizens that are still alive have had to go through? That'd be like, insane. That like would be living insane. on, living on Asgard, this mm-hmm. version of Asgard, with the with the fucking rainbow bridge and the beautiful golden castles and all the lovely sci-fi architecture, it getting just a sword plummeted through it, half your people die on a fucking <laughs> ship, and then you know, like forty of you make it to the city, and you're like. Man, our population has decreased quite a bit. I always felt like the As um Asgardians or New Asgard will be more stockier because you got to think about it. they was like on a floating disc and now they on the actual gravity. Like Earth is gonna pull them heavier. So you feel like they kinda like, Ooh, it's taking a lot to walk. <laughs> it's true. Like, yeah, they, they, they feel weighed down. Is the realm still there? Like, you know, the realm that Asgard is in, one of the nine, like, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. still... That just, area still exists. You can still like, go there. It's just it's empty just space. There. Yeah. Dang, That's man. the impression I get. Uh, cause, yeah. But it is interesting, though. You still got uh, Jotunheim and uh, all these other all these other places in which there have been... Uh, oh, wait. Did Loki destroy Jotunheim? Like in Thor Dark World? <laughs> we don't talk Wait, about I this thought? movie. No, 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 we don't I, talk I don't about it. <laughs> I don't know. What Whatever happened in the movie, we don't know. It's not canon. It's not canon. No. I think that movie catches a bad rap. Dude, I, think, I, 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 think I like all the Thor movies. I it, Okay, like, if you go into it being like, oh, this movie's terrible. Well, here's the thing thing, is that like it is more the mythical norse stuff than anything else so that's like what people like that's what off-put people is Mm -hmm. the fact that like dark elves fucking dark elves you know what i'm saying like it's like but it's not it's not that deep it's just like they're another villain like it you got you just have to accept it and then like the whole thing with jane and the uh uh Shit, what was that called? The uh Ether. The Ether, yes. I thought that was a dope storyline. Dope uh, ass storyline, dude. I think it's a I think if 
your perception of the movie at the moment is that it's just trash and you haven't watched <laughs> no, it in years. No, 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 that's not, that's not my, I'm no, just no, playing I, off I'm, the meme. I'm speaking to the people okay. in general. Okay, good. I'm speaking to the people in general. If, if you at home have not watched this movie in years and you are, you're settled on the idea that it's a bad movie, give it a rewatch and kind of empty your mind of all your preconceived notions. Just kind of take it in. And I'm not going to tell you it's the best marvel movie i'm just saying it's not actually bad (laughs) you know in that movie jane is wearing a shirt that has what looks awfully similar to miss whatever the miss minutes miss minutes like it looks i mean like obviously it's just an orange circle with a face but like it is uncanny that they kind of like repeat the imagery mm -hmm. like and and it, it sparks the question is like who else in the MCU do we think knows about the TVA, if anyone? That's Do you think anyone knows? Do you think Doctor Strange knows? Just it would make a lot of sense. A lot of sense as the protector of the Time Stone for him to have at least, at least, be familiar with them, right? But mm-hmm. I, I, maybe he's I, I heard the of them. That he's- maybe he's heard of them. I don't know. I feel like Doctor Strange would be the closest. I don't know. Nick Fury. I think Fury knows. I don't know why. I think Fury just knows for some reason. Like he's he's had some interaction. I don't know what, but he he's interacted with them. I don't know. Doctor Strange should know because the whole the whole thing that that the um the H one said that we protect just reality and the Mm -hmm. TVA is. Supposedly supposed to be also doing that, so wouldn't they kind of be like, you know, like hand in hand, like they would kind of not say work together, but they know of. Well, I mean, especially given the timing of Loki, its placement and the releases here, post WandaVision, pre Doctor Strange two, pre Spider Man, uh, No Way Home. It, it would make sense to me if this was kind of like not a not a direct prequel, but like a, a, a sort of prelude to what you need going into Doctor Strange 2. It's a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. because I, I, I don't this TVA. Whoever's controlling it is clearly. Clearly the problem. Or at least a fucking massive problem. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how could they be gone by Doctor Strange 2? You know what I'm saying? I I think they got it. I think somehow whoever is in charge of the TVA and the theory for most right now is Kang the Conqueror. That will probably be not the big bad. But potentially a overshadowing bad for Doctor Strange 2. Mm-hmm. And I kind of thought about something. Yeah, it makes sense that would how else would he be able to tell a different timeline? With I know he's using the time stone, but based on what we know how the TVA works, well, there's also the idea that Doctor Strange looked at all those realities, and he goes, "Yeah, one of them worked, but all the other one, all the other ones, we may have won, but the TVA came in and said, Fuck that.' And we said, wait, <laughs> wait, no." They can't. No one can know about the TVA because if, if they do know, they get reset. It's either you're a variant or you'd be reset if you knew. 
because they're just part they're going on of what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, this so was they this definitely That's been my notion of who the TVA is, but if there is anybody, it's Doctor Strange. Like Did you see in the quantum realm, like in one of the Ant Man movies, like there was a city in the background that looked an awful lot like uh whatever the TVA looked like. Like it looked an awful lot like a TVA. No like shit. in the quantum realm, like in a bubble, yeah. Well, now I gotta, now I gotta go fucking rewatch Ant Man and the Wasp, Thanks. dude. Because like in the terminology they use is like, um, when when Scott went back in the quantum realm, he thought he was in there for five hours, right? But he was actually in there for five years or something like that. And he said, "Yeah, time moves differently in the quantum realm." And then his, uh, and then the mom that was in there, she said that time moves differently in the quantum realm. And then each each person in the TVA, they say time moves differently in the TVA. Like it's the same terminology. It's the same thing. They're just flipping. Like they're just using it. And like it would make sense if this if the TVA was in the quantum realm, it being this infinite, you know, it looking appearing to be infinite. I don't know. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, it 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 would make sense. Uh, as of right now, if there is anywhere we would know where this existed, it would be there. You know, like the quantum yeah. realm seems more than anything the likely candidate, but the the mysteries around the TVA is just still too deep. Like we don't know anything besides the so mysterious, and we we only know one thing, and it's that they lie heavily, <laughs> heavily, heavily, heavily lying more than Loki. <laughs> lie. Enough enough to convince Loki. Yes. The, one thing, I, I think I told Joseph, but I feel like my theory is like gone now because now we realize that the TV seems kind of sinister. But at first I thought with all of like the books and they know everything, one in one group of people I thought was like the Watchers. I did think of them. And I completely went to like, oh, why to like the Watchers are here. This is This is what it is. But now... I don't see the watches as like evil if the Marvel can switch it up, but well, there, there is a perspective that the TVA doesn't necessarily look at themselves as evil. Like even even the Watchers, like uh, because they are, and I do believe this. I do believe they're protecting a timeline. That's yeah. not a lie. Uh, the reason for protecting the timeline might be a lie, and the. Uh, the way they handled it and the way they tell everyone they handled it amongst the employees might be a lie too. Like, it's like, I think the watchers, if they are involved and I've seen, I've seen their name thrown about in theories and it does, it does make sense. Uh, it would just be like, they think they're neutral, you know, like they believe they're doing not the right thing, but the necessary thing. Uh, and in so are actually causing a ton of harm. Which, yeah. Uh, no, go ahead. Well, do we agree that the TVA or the head of the TVA, even the workers, I think the workers have this. Do we feel like they all have like a god complex? Yeah, I think. Uh, I think that most of the workers at the TVA are a little cocky. Sorry. Uh, um, we've seen nothing but that. Through B fifteen, even Agent Mobius is cocky in his own way. Even the uh, library lady, like how 
like Loki had to ding it. She just yes. <laughs> like, kind of crazy yeah. that we got confirmation of it. Like they're all humans from Earth before their job. Like they weren't created, mm. or maybe yeah. they were created and they're just being plucked in a certain time. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's like the explanation they go with. Yeah. Because, I, I'm under the impression that these people were just people. You think like uh, they're being because like then there's some mind controller mind wipe that had to have happened. I thought they were just abducted. To be to be honest, but like if they well, abducted like, them, like did they abduct them like from birth or is it like in their I current state? They know Sylvie talking to one of the the TV scouts, the, the the lady that they was looking for, the one that was kidnapped. She was in her mind that she had to take her to a place on Earth that she felt comfortable at to get information out of her. Mm. So that's what Sylvie was doing. So I kind of felt like they were just living normal lives, and something probably made them something happen to make them a variant. They had to be a variant though, because Sylvie said they're all variants. They're all variants. That's and true. Thing, that, like, what's interesting is that I think Judge Renslayer knows. Uh, she knows the employees of the TVA are not are not created by timekeepers because I'm under the impression that now she is she's pretty much not running shit but close to it. I uh I think that Joe, you're thinking hard down there. Go for it. I want to hear you. <laughs> what if the TVA did create their employees, but in the way they created them is the timekeepers, whoever they are, made those people variants. In, in choosing the timeline that they chose, it made whoever, all those citizens become variants, and then they just used the variants as workers. Like, they, they just saw that opportunity is like, hey, these people don't belong in the timeline that we're choosing, so we're just going to take them and use them, you know, for this. It is, it is, what I was going to go with is that I think Renslayer knows that these people were not created because you know fuck I lost my train of thought again that happened twice <laughs> but uh <laughs> that's why I let you go earlier Joe mm. fuck hmm what were we on about before though we were on a good line but Joseph I do like your theory because I always saw it like literally Joseph we have like the same theory because I saw it like the main timeline is like a book. And whatever characters they want to take out, instead of like erasing the character and just taking it out, they kind of like, mm, they could be my worker. Like, it's, mm-hmm. instead of just get rid of them, they just like, oh. Like, they making this, yeah. I got it. I got it back. So, the reason <laughs> Renslayer was so critical of Mobius taking someone out of the timeline and using them is because she's like, nah, that's a little too close to what I know is actually happening. You can't, you can't. Okay. You can't do that because then it like really puts at risk you finding out that you yourself are a variant. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I think Renslayer fully knows. And I think that the workers at the TVA, I, none of them know except for her. Like that's, that's it. But really? that shit will be that TVA is like endless and those endless have like people working there are so variants. you think Renslayer's the top of the TVA that's not the timekeepers it's just like close like you think she's second she's like the like there's no one there's she doesn't report to anybody 
Well, I hit you with I hit you with the fact from the comics that really really swayed this for me is mm. that Renslayer's love interest in comics is Kang the Conqueror. Oh. If she's answering to someone, it's Kang the Conqueror. You know what I'm saying? Like Okay. I think that's the line of succession though. You know, like it's Kang her TVA as of right now. What from what we've met? What the one thing I thought it was like, what if it's so endless? What if, and I'm, I know this is a big reach for me. I just want to say it sounds so fun because I would just be so brain fucked if this happened. What if all of the different time, like, what if like all the superheroes and big bads that we do want to see are like being kept, like somewhere in the TVA? Like, what if if the TVA say release, like when Thanos want to do his thing, like not say they released them, but like they was like, okay. I don't want this story to now happen. Like it's like they Ooh. have like stored, and it's like now I like they that. It, is, it would be. It sounds so fun. <laughs> like well, it, it, it does sound fun. It just sounds it like the way that I take that. The thing with the TVA is that I feel like the way they experience time, it's not a linear thing where they could drop someone in. It's a. It's it's like a, everything's happening all at once. Okay. But but it would be it, it, it that doesn't change the fact that whoever set this timeline, whoever made this the sacred one, could have definitely done that. You know, been like mm, and then put Thanos here. And then and then put Galactus ten years in the future. Like shit like that. Question Do you think if Loki, right, in when he saw the stones, say he got one of each, right? Let's say he got one of each, and he has them, like, you know how he holds stuff inside of him, but, like, he doesn't have it, you know, like? Yeah. Do you think, like, he could just hold the stones in him and then use them? That way, can he become a gauntlet in a way just by using, like, a gauntlet? It would make it like if there's a way that it works for him, that would have to be how. Because I saw the theory that like, you know, and I even posed the theory earlier to Aurora that, you know, the reason we saw him stop that building and put it back together is the time stone. Uh, however, if that's the case, he cannot hold it in the TVA. He can't he can't hold it anywhere. Because if, if, if they're outside in the real world and he literally holds an infinity stone, that shit's going to break him. No. Because it happens to everyone. No. But when he actually no he's upper, able yeah. to hold it because he's Loki. He's a, if like a human touches it, yeah, they'll go goodbye. I don't know. I get the impression that Loki couldn't even hold it. I, I thought I he could. I feel like that it would like he can probably hold it longer than maybe a Tony Stark would, but I feel like it would still like burn. Like the power radiating from it would still hurt. Uh, I don't. Know. I, I I don't know though. I'll have to look into that because like the only stones that we've seen that have been held is the Power Stone by the Galaxy Squad, and that one, like if you touched it, and you were not Thanos, you were not like a a god tier level beam, you would die. Ronan could touch it okay. No, he no, he couldn't. He, couldn't. he actually couldn't, no. Yeah, okay, he had wow. to imbue it in the weapon. And obviously the space stone with red skull uh, and the floor 
Dude, we saw that thing just tank through anything it touched, bro. That thing was like nothing is gonna stand in my way. If I am not in a briefcase, why why did not go that I never understood. Never understood. It melts through everything, but not a briefcase or whenever you're holding it or it's on a table. Like when does it decide to melt through something, you know? It's like a Mjolnir thing, I guess. You worthy? I I I guess. <laughs> but the the reason I said that uh is because if there is a way that Loki can hold an infinity stone without dying, it is by hiding it while he was at the TVA and leaving. Therefore not actually holding the stone. But having the stone, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and with the Infinity Stone, yeah. I'm sorry, Colter. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say, but like, how does that even work at that point? Like, then how is that, like you can just have him never let go of the Infinity Stones? He can just have it somewhere on him. He, that's not on. So, like, then if he enters back into the TBA, does it just drop? Does it just like? go into his pocket? Does it actually inside of him? You know, the paperweight, just the fake... Right? Oh, yeah, he wouldn't have been able to hide it at the TVA. I wasn't he even thinking about that. He can't use his magic in the TVA, yeah. yeah. Then I don't think... I, I don't think there was a way that... Do you think Loki has a time stone right now? I want to say yes, because that would be so fucking fun. His whole attitude was like, nothing matters. Like, he, he was so nonchalant about everything. Like, so overly cocky that he knew, like, it doesn't matter. Like, and I truly think because the only way that happens is if this is all a reality, this is the reality stone doing stuff, or this is the time stone doing stuff. That's well, the only thing. I gotta think. I gotta think. If any, the time stone. Yeah. I uh, I know. I threw you the the. What if Loki has created mm-hmm. Lamentus with the reality stone so that he could get more information out of Sylvie? Like that's a that is a such a fun theory. However, Sylvie knew where they were. Loki didn't know what Lamentus was. At least as far you don't as we think know. the reality stone. You think it's only vision? You think it only goes as far as altering vision? You don't think you can alter someone's memory? Oh, so you're saying like Loki couldn't? Loki could have just said, "Make this lamentous Dude, one," the re- and it would have made it lamentous one. Yeah, like okay, I th- That's fair. if it's an Infinity Stone, it has that power. It has the power to alter memory too. Like if it can That's alter true. true reality, like it can alter your memory, or maybe I don't know. Maybe it can't. Maybe that is a limitation. But isn't the thing that that it doesn't alter? the truest form of reality like no matter what whatever is actually happening is actually happening you're just seeing a completely different thing because like even drax and mantis get put back together yeah as soon as the reality i thought stone. they were dead i did too like, first watch i'm like oh my god are they dead i was like that's how you kill two of the characters from guardians of the galaxy just randomly like that i mean damn thanos is powerful but like shit but not uh, that that brings me to the, this mm. after the first watch of this this episode at the end I was like well fuck like cuz <laughs> like you see the thing explode you see them look up at it and you're like all right what's next what's your guys' plan and then they're like boom credits and you're like fuck I still love how Sylvie walked away I still love it oh, she's she, such a mood what do you yeah. do 
<laughs> I mean, what but, do you do? Like, unless you're Loki and you know you have a time stone and you could just work all this, like, you're like, fuck. Like, really? I went from almost taking over the entire universe, probably, to dying on this stupid planet. Like, damn. <laughs> See, and that's the thing that make gives me the impression that I, I don't think... There's obviously a way out of this. Obviously, Loki and Sylvie don't die here in this apocalypse. That's just that's just not good TV. Uh, <laughs> plainly, I can always fall back on that if I think something just does like it's obviously not going to happen. Uh, however, the fun in it is fig- is how they get off, how they get off of this planet, and one way or another, uh, it's it's either Loki. With, with something as crazy as the time stone where he'll just be like, rewind this shit so they're back in that hut at the beginning, you know, like that they fell into originally. Or, you know, Agent, Agent Mobius comes through with like a last minute save. Like it's kind of like a, come on, we gotta go. And then, but the, Dude, the thing well, there is like, I don't, we're seeing some well, stuff that he's like, never done before, you know? Like the, the whole weight just, telekinesis thing out of no like we've never seen him do that like guess what we did see him do it really when Thor the Dark World ah damn I saw that movie movie. and what did he do what did he do (laughs) he did that to one of his knives damn it yeah but we've definitely never seen him freaking rebuild a building that that was like it looked just like the time stone effect in Doctor Strange. Like, exactly like it. Okay, so if we're dealing with magic here, if, if like, Loki power, like, the basis of it is magic. If we're... It seems like the whole MCU is going to a magic route right now. It okay, does. so... I When I saw it, the first thing my mind went to, it didn't go to the time stone. It went to, like, how Wanda rebuilt her house when she pushed their Geraldine through all those different walls. That's what it gave me. That's what it gave me. That's that what I also makes sense. That 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 is also a very similar similar situation there. Uh it 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 would like that's the thing though is that like when it comes to that that's such precision work to do in 2 seconds like in my mind, but I guess if you have the power of magic that's how you explain it away. You know, like it's like it's literally it magic. Magical. Yeah, it was it was literally magic. So, uh, I mean, I would love, and, and he, there is the chance. This is a scene people are latching onto, and it is just Loki using telekinesis. But is okay. For, okay, is chaos magic just a separate? Where does chaos magic come from? What's it? So, um, the like, demon, um, it, is it the mind stone or it? Or the reality stone? It's, like, it's, is it a stone this, or no? I don't even know how to pronounce his name. C H T H O N. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, so it's not a stone. Like, it's. No, it's a. No. It is a. Like, a being from a very long time ago created chaos magic. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. And so, obviously, because that being created chaos magic, they are questioned to be the main antagonist of Doctor Strange 2. All right. Yeah, because I'm if, never really associated with... Well, sorry, Joseph. Go ahead. If Loki has a time stone... 
he's he tried to take as many stones as he could. There's no way he just grabbed the time stone. Yeah. Right? Grab multiple ones. So does he have all of them right now? Does he have multiples of them right now? If he has if he has one, like if he did it, he has at least three in my head. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I think if it's one, it's all, bro. But I also feel like I, I'm, I'm on the fence about it because 50% of me is like he has them. But then the other 50 is like, no, because it looked like he kind of gave up on the whole power of the Infinity Stones when he saw the TVA. He was like, is this the greatest power in the universe? But that could have been a whole that could have been a whole cruel ploy. Like, no, I'm what saying. If, what if in the, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, OK, OK. Like what if in that moment when he saw all the stones, he was like, wait, if I grab these and I take them outside, do they turn into real Infinity Stones? And then he was like, and then he was like all disappointed, like, what's it even worth anymore? But he's just testing his theory of like, if I get these out, are they real? Like maybe, like, and that was, that's his plan. Is that like, I, like, I am, I am like, I am everything Thanos wanted to be in like the easiest way possible. Handitude on a silver platter. Like literally there was a platter of infinity stones in that drawer. Like, the imagery is right there. Like, it is what Thanos wanted on a platter. And, like, I don't know. Maybe maybe this is all part of his plan. Like, The thing for me is that, I mean, obviously, he could have pulled, he could have easily pulled a fast one on Casey. If there's any character <laughs> in the show he's going to pull a fast one on, it's Casey. Uh if there's anyone he could have stole Infinity Stones in front of and them not know, it's Casey. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I, I'm okay with the theory as of now that, like, that's a distinct possibility. I still run into a problem. I just wish, I wish we would have had prior imagery of Loki literally holding it holding an infinity stone because that's that's where it gets rough for me because as soon as they get to lamentus if he has the infinity stones in theory they should either kill him or fall on the ground as they burn through him you know what i'm saying like (laughs) unless they're just going to be like actually loki can do that which i don't Mm. i don't like I'm not going to write off. They could do that. But, like, we've never even seen Thor do that. And we get the impression that Thor is the stronger of the two. You know what I'm saying? And then the thing is about, like, and then the reason why I say, like, Loki probably couldn't hold it. Because even when, you know, Thanos probably activated it when he touched Thor. But what if, like, how he was just burning Thor? And then also, do y'all realize that when he had all those affinity stones in that dress, and then he said a lot of people using them as paperweights. Are those, is that like to say like that's how they destroy all those different realities? Like they took the Infinity Stones and other realities like just crumbled because they didn't have it? Like they didn't have them. That's a distinct possibility. It is interesting though because like if they remove Infinity Stones from realities, it's not like there's another version of that Infinity Stone existing. Yeah. Like you are, you are fucking up the fabric reality. Yes. And I feel like Loki is so greedy that if he see like you saw like two of the same Infinity Stone in that dress, I mean that in that desk, <laughs> I feel like Loki would be so greedy to kind of like just take them, like all of them, like all of them, and just 
go about somewhere if he were to do something like that. He wouldn't be like, damn, take this one, this one, this one. No, I'm going to take them all just because. What? Yeah. Okay. Here's my thing, though. I want to go back on the statement I just made a second ago about how if you remove one, you fuck with the fabric of reality itself. Because Thanos used the stones to destroy the stones and nothing happened. You know, uh, unless what we're seeing is the result of him using the stones to destroy the stones, all the shit falling apart, K- Wanda being imbued as the Scarlet Witch and well, stuff. Well, I guess and like it all is. This. It is. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. What would be a bigger variance energy level event than bringing another Infinity Stone into a reality where that Infinity Stone exists? And if you bring a, a whole another set of stones? Like... But the way you write that off, the way you write that off is the TVA is fucking busy. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Like yeah. there, there, there are time bombs everywhere. But then but then um see I don't think Infinity Stones is even the biggest threat like up to MCU. I don't even think it's literally the biggest one because they just haven't been sitting anywhere. You would think they were such a big threat that it would be like in a vault somewhere, like Somewhere. Do you think it works like that, though? Like, do you think they're duds in the TBA, but in in if you take them out, then they become working and real? I, uh, I mean, you get there's that insinuation by people having their powers, and when they return to reality, you know, like Loki when he enters the other world, he has his magic. So it's like, in theory, an Infinity Stone should maintain its power. Does magic well, not work in the quantum realm? Do we know that? We have not seen anything like that yet because we've only seen we've only seen Ant Man there. So it's like, what magic is he going to do? Besides, you know, close up, mm. card tricks. <laughs> <laughs> that's really it. Yeah. And what was going to say? Oh my god! No, that's that is the problem with the podcast. Yeah. We start we start talking, we we get going, and you listen to someone for a little too long, and the thought you had a second ago is gone. It was something I was going to say. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. Okay. If it comes back, it comes back. Just, just cut us off anytime. Uh, overall, though, this was probably uh, my favorite episode so far. Uh, in part because of the visuals, it was gorgeous to look at. And I love, love that after like the fucking five, six, seven minute mark, the rest of this 40 minutes is on Lamentus. Like, we do not leave. We are with these two. You do not see anybody else. Uh, And I really enjoyed that. It does give me the impression that next episode we are going to see, the episode's going to kick off with the TVA probably responding to the time, like, where they are going, what they are doing, how they are trying to stop it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and maybe not. Maybe it's just supposed to be like, you should know. Like, obviously, they are scrambling. Uh, but hmm. regardless, I uh, I loved the whole episode taking place on Lamentus 1, and I certainly didn't expect it to end on Lamentus 1. So that was even more jarring. Like, they were like, yeah, we're going to start next episode here, too. I think Tom Hiddleston said that these next two episodes are like the two. He said like, that after he said after episode three, it goes crazy. 
that like, because, he was like it goes in a completely new direction. And it would make sense if Loki pops out with stones. But I don't. For some reason, I kind of see. That's why I say I'm on the fence about it because I was like, I kind of feel like the MCU was wanting to take part from the stones. That's, that, like that's, that's been my part. reservation the whole time about Earth. any theory since Endgame with Infinity. Stones. Makes sense the stones. I keep saying it makes sense mm-hmm. the stones because I feel like the MCU is like. Or what if Kang shows up? What if he shows up? He's like, no. He's like, you are not allowed. Like, this is way too much. You have way too much power. Like, <laughs> like, don't it even would, think. It, see, like, what if thing. it's what if it, like you see like the true power of Kang? Like, he just shows up to Loki and just like just grabs this, like, just, you could just see him just, like, telekinetically, like, just grab the stones out of his body, like, just be like, no, and then crush them, you know, just, like, they're nothing, like, I, I don't think we see I, Kang, there's no way, there's no way we see Kang the Conqueror next episode. Well, the guy that's, the guy that is speculated to play Kang, Jonathan Majors, uh, when asked, he was recently asked, he was like, so when does Kang the Conqueror make his first appearance in the MCU? His response I have no idea what you're talking about. So either either he's really good at lying and the MCU finally found someone who's good at it, or we have speculated this thing into oblivion and it is officially another fucking Mephisto. You know what I'm saying? I knew Mephisto. bro. Bro, I swear. I swear they're just putting them in here. They're just it's just a fuck you, dude. It's a big middle finger. Well, it's and here's like, the thing too is that we do get the reference to both Loki and Sylvie as devils in this one. So, in the postman, I, I think it's clear. I think it's clear here that in the first episode, the small child was referring to Sylvie because of the horns on her head. Like, and that's it. Of them missing, as well. That was interesting. And also, did not notice it until the rewatch of this episode. Didn't notice it when she took off her hood. At the end of the second, didn't notice it the entire first watch of this episode. Don't know why. And then I started started it again, and I was like, "Oh, she's like she's kind of like a fallen angel type character." I get. I don't know why, but I get this. You know, because apparently she didn't really have a childhood of what I can grasp, like, or it wasn't a good childhood. Um, I'm I can't. I would like to know exactly when she became a variant. I get the impression that she might have grown up as a variant, and that's why she wants to destroy the, the her TVA. birth alone. Like was oh whoa! It, she could be a variant because of her complete discarding of being Loki. Or what if her parents were variants? Like it's the first child to be born of two variants so like she was just born a as a complete variant that'd be wild if if it's a variant of loki wouldn't that say like yeah that'd be like odin variant odin and variant yeah like yeah probably not probably not variant uh variant uh uh laffy it could make sense it could have been 10,000 bc avengers when odin was (laughs) kind of kind of be insane i guess if that's the thing, are there infinitely many variants? Like, I don't think that's a that's has been addressed. Like, 
pin like I don't think like that does everyone big... eventually become a variant? Is there every form I of variant so. too? No, I, I I get the impression that the reason this place is so fucking big and the reason you can employ so many people is because like variants happen all the time, like. The way, and I came back to this after the first episode, the way she says it could just be that you were late to work. The way Miss Minute says it could just be you were late. That means it can literally be any of your actions. If you just happen to do something the wrong way, which I'm going to guess is statistically probable. (laughs) I think it's literally their way of saying like literally every single second there is a variant. Like there, it's just constant branch like constant i don't know it's kind well of- like Colton, what you just said was like you could be late to work i always wonder if you're not guilty when you face the judge what if you're not guilty i don't think they reset you but what if they kind of like take your memory away and they make you a worker like that's what they do that would make a lot you, of sense yeah what if- i mean no you don't get that it's like what whenever you get pruned pruned you become yeah. an employee <laughs> Like that's how you. I had that thought earlier. Like you disintegrate and you reintegrate as a TVA agent. But I think I like Aurora's idea a lot. I had not gone that far. If when what if it is those people with those tiny offenses that they're like that was so non-substantial. Head over here, buddy. Get a jacket. <laughs> you know, like uh, like uh, go sit down at this desk. We'll get we'll get to you in a little bit. Uh, but uh. Fuck guys. I don't think Aurora... they know their variants. I'm sorry to cut in, but like No, 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 you're cool. I don't think they know their variants either. Obviously there would be there's a reason there's so much propaganda around the TVA, and it's because it probably doesn't take much for them to realize, oh shit. You know, like they have to re replant it into these people every second. It's on every wall, it's in every message they hear. You know, like we are the TVA. We protect the sacred timeline. You were created by the timekeepers. Like, it's like a, it's just what they have to believe at this point, almost. Uh, yeah. But, uh, I've got a, I've actually got to rewatch this episode one more time and take notes before we, uh, we get going with the, uh, with the other guys. Aurora, do you have any, do you have any final, final thoughts here? Only thing I wanted to say is that my theory with like them saying like, Oh well, your fence is not that bad, so you're just gonna become a TVA agent. Because you think about, I forgot what was the clock, the the clock lady name. I forgot what her name was. Yes, she has a whole program already set up to like to teach you stuff. And they're like, did you watch the program? Even more, what? Not Morpheus, Morbius, right? (laughs) Mobius, Mobius. When he was like, did you watch it? So it's like he had to have some recollection that that is a program to teach you already to how to be an agent. Like, I just feel like, yeah, that like, that's what I feel about. Like, I, li- I really like that theory. And Miss Minutes is a wild entity in and of herself. We still don't yeah. have a clue which, what the fuck she is. <laughs> like, because even Loki asked last week, like, what are you? Are you AI? Are you, are you living? And she's like a bit of both. Like, it's like, what does that mean? What are you? And the way, and like, <laughs> it's, it's clear that she's sentient 
and she hears and she spits things back out at us because when Loki gets there, he's like, what is happening? I shouldn't be here. She's like, you're probably thinking, what is happening? I shouldn't be here. You know, like it's oh. like it was like perfectly programmed to to say what Loki said. So or clearly, all of this is written to and it's just like she's just programmed to know what to say because she knows what's going to happen. Like even all of this at the TVA is written to happen. Like sort of, I don't think that's the case. There's no way I would hate if they went there. Like that would suck. That would suck. I was, um, Joe, was yours the one that constantly said, um, that the the villain in WandaVision was Ultron? I, I do have a weird thing with Ultron. Yeah. Um, I was going to say Miss Minute could have been Ultron. (laughs) He's coming back. Trust me. Um, Ultron's programming. I can feel it. I can feel it coming on. He's coming back eventually. Um, I don't know. No, I'm going to tell you right now. Kang the Conqueror heard of Ultron down on Earth, was like, I need that guy. I'm going to reprogram him. You're now Miss Minutes. And Miss Minutes Minutes is Ultron. (laughs) Or Kang the Conqueror is Ultron. Either way. Ultron was like, I'm just going to fuck around and make a whole timeline, you know, just. Just to have what I want to happen. You know what's so crazy? The whole setup of how the TVA looked when he looked off into the distance remind me of Ultron's like brain when he, he was looking at all these different things. Mm. It kind of reminded me of that. Right. To be honest. So the TVA is Ultron. It's confirmed. Right. It's it's all happening in Ultron's head. That's the bottom. <laughs> yes, that's all of his circuiting is the universe. Damn. <laughs> oh, I is. love it. Uh, Aurora, I'm a, I'm, I'm definitely gonna ha- make sure that we get you back in for another, another episode at least. I, 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 I hope to have you for a recurring guest on the pod for anything that you find interesting because you provide a very, very great perspective and a very, uh, uh you're good, you're good with television. You're good with television. Uh, yeah. but yeah, hell's yeah. This was the, uh, the Penny Bloom podcast. The 111th episode, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined earlier by KBZ, Kyla Barnett, and Miles Buttress. You already knew that, though. You already listened. I was also joined by Joseph motherfucking George. Thank you very much. Hey, you know, I was always glad to be out here. Thank you for supplying the opportunity. Oh, of course, and I'll talk to you again here in a little bit. Thank you, Aurora Carter, for being here, and I hope to have you back very soon. Sure, sure. I love it. I love it so much. And I can't wait. Like I said, I was a big fan. So this is great for me. Yes, my celebrity, my idols, my icons. Yes. <laughs> we, lo- we love to hear that, Aurora. We love to hear that. We thank you. Uh, and again, can't wait to have you back. Uh, one last time, I was Colton Robertson. This was the Penny Bloom podcast. This was Loki's Losers with a new member on the team. Uh Follow on Twitter at Penny Bloom Pod, on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Give us a five-star rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That's how we grow. Share us with a friend. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And always praise Keanu Reeves. <laughs>